0: Guys, welcome back to the Can't Take a Joke podcast. Today we have a real treat for you. We are joined by Tyrell and he is here to talk about
1: everything. Everything, bro. Everything. <laughs>
0: everything. It's gonna make your life so much simpler,
2: just a lot easier. You're gonna sleep well tonight. Ushindi is also Ushindi is also standing in the corner over there. <laughs> yes. Nope, now he's moving. He's our big film guy. He's, Guys, yeah, this here. is
0: exciting. We're uh, we're filming for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. So
1: uh, I'm excited. Next step, huh? Yeah. It's a next step.
0: So Tyrell, I, obviously, I want to ask you about uh, your YouTube channel. You have a you have a pretty prolific YouTube channel. Five k subscribers. That's about five k more than us. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. But man, before that, I am I'm really interested in your dog. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk to us? about Yeah, that, man. Maybe? So
1: uh, the channel that you're talking about is my reaction channel. Um, that has five k. My main channel is 17.6k, I think, Good mm. God. something like that. Mm. Um, and my dog got a lot to do with that.
2: You know, um, <laughs> of course, <my> it does. <laughs> yeah, your
1: your video where you your, where
2: you adopted him has just so many views. Yeah, so man. like
1: it's crazy that you say that because um, it's so wild, bro. Because I think like maybe three days ago I got an email. Someone wants to or this company wants to use. Uh, clips from that in a commercial <laughs> <So> <laughs> like a like, pedigree commercial uh, i think it's like an insurance commercial but i'm not 100 percent sure like they didn't give me like too much details but they mm-hmm. you know they're gonna run by you know run the numbers to you know the other i guess like department that's still amazing uh, that's so awesome yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy man I, this is my first time telling anyone but I, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to get too excited yet, right? Um, Nothing's wood, happened yet. Right? Yeah. Nothing happened yet. That's why I don't really talk on certain things until, you know, they come into fruition. but I feel that. I feel that. Argos, man, um man, dude, I, I adopted him when he was five months at a local shelter. Did you adopt or rescue? Adopt, rescue. Same thing, I guess. Pretty yeah. similar, like tomato, tomato, right? Yeah. Um, the craziest thing is, is uh, I was looking at these other dogs and the process for that application was so long bro it was like i waited like a month and i didn't hear anything back Mm -hmm. and i was like man i'm just gonna take it as if they're not gonna go with me and my family because you know Mm -hmm. me and my family we we went out to the little farm and you know we met the dogs the litter and i said yeah you know you'll be hearing back from us soon you know within the next week or so so it wasn't uh, up to you whether you got the dog. it wasn't up to me at this particular um i guess you can say like Shelter, I guess you can call it. because um, they were kind of at a farm, like the dogs were at a farm, and you guys might know if, if, if you're familiar with the Centerville area, but um, it wasn't up to me, you know. They there's a whole bunch of other people coming in to try to get the dogs or the puppies. And um, the same day that I went to go look at Argos, because I saw online that they had like pit bull, a pit bull litter at this shelter, and I was like, oh, let me go check it out that morning. I went. You know, I went in there, I, I met Argos, I love it at first sight, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, this this dog is special. You know, I felt that connection. And I've always wanted a dog since a kid. And, you know, everything seemed to be going well. The lady at the front was like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll be in contact within the next few days. The, the minute that I got into my car, the absolute minute after I saw Argos, I got an email saying, I'm sorry, um, you weren't. Chosen for mm. the litter from the other from the other. That was dog. like five mm. minutes after you you had met him. No 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 no. I'm talking about the other. This dogs is a different place from uh, the farm. Whoa. So originally, if, if that's a little bit confusing, uh, originally I went to a completely different place, uh, completely different puppies, and I was waiting to hear back for like a month. I didn't hear back, so I was like, eh, let me just keep looking, and I was looking, and I found you know Argos's litter at the local shelter. So I went there like that day that I saw them. It was like a Saturday. And I went there. I met Argos, and I, you know, I immediately felt the connection. And when I got back in my car, the other place that I was trying to get a puppy from a month before emailed me and mm. pretty much said that, "Hey, we, we chosen to go with someone else." So I was like, "Man, this is like destined to happen." I was about like, to
0: say, "Do you believe in coincidence?" I, I believe in God,
1: bro. Like that faith, was like, yeah, God, faith, bro. Like that was just like, and, and I look back on it, and he's like the perfect companion for me, man. Like. A lot of people, you know, they praise him on my YouTube channel and say, man, like, you know, you saved him. Thank you for saving him. you giving him a great home. I'm like, bro, he saved me, yeah. you know, because I was, I was in a dark place, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I preach on mental health a lot, and I was in such a dark place, and he brought happiness to me, bought joy to me. He gave me a reason to want to wake up for tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Living for something else. Living for something else other than myself, you know, and I'm like, man, I can't just leave Argos now you know what I'm saying he's depending on me so you know he he, he became a really huge part of my life and you know obviously my following loved him I got a few videos over 100k views he got subscribers or subscribers all over the world that love him send in stuff for him so he's like a uh, little star on my channel, man. So and you get
2: like toys in the mail? Oh, man. Oh, you? I watched a video where um, you opened a cake for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's super cute. <laughs> and, like the, and he put a chain around him. He was wearing a shirt and a hat. And he was just sitting there like, man, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, on his birthday, man. I try to make the birthday special for him, man.
2: How
3: long, how long have you had him?
1: So he's. He, I got him when he was five months, and he's two now. Mm. Um, he'll be three in um, October. Okay. Or November, November, October. One of those months. I gotta go back and look at on mine. One IG. of those. It's did, one of those.
2: Did you give him the name Argos?
1: Yes. So I gave him the name Argos. His original name was like Johnny or some shit fuck like, <laughs> ah. Name a dog Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Argos out of the Greek underworld? Argos and Odysseus. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Argos and Odysseus, if you guys are not familiar with that, is um Odysseus went off to fight in a war and he came back twenty years later. Nobody recognized him. They thought he was dead but the only person or the only thing that recognized him was his dog Argos Mm. and I was like man that's pretty that's pretty dope and Argos means loyalty on four legs so um, Hmm. I was like let me name him Argos and it fits it fits perfect with him man it's a Greek name that is perfect well, I, was
2: yeah. crazy. I was just gonna name my dog Jips, so I could call him Young Jips. Well, <laughs> that's not cool, as deep. That's a cool name too. Though. But I kind of paid attention to ninth grade um, literature <laughs> when we read uh, ninth grade literature. <laughs> that's what—that's <laughs> all read? the Odyssey is. Homer yeah.
0: is ninth grade
2: literature. Oh and yeah, though. I remember. Sure. I'm Romulus? not a big literature guy, but I know I know um, the story. Like we went through the story. Um, I didn't. I don't remember Argos as a name though. Neither do I. Yeah. It's Argus and
1: Argus and like, and Greek is Argus. Like R uh, A R G U S mm. in English, it's like Ar- translation, Argos. yeah. Mm. Huh, but yeah. He had a dog, Odysseus and Argos.
2: He, I watched it. He was the one out of all the uh, dogs in the cage, he was the one that didn't bark, right? Yeah, that is uh, exact-
1: uh, one. Uh, it was a few that didn't, but I just saw his tail just going crazy, like. Like, I thought he was going to just propel in the air or something. I'm like, dang, this dog is really excited, and he's not barking. That's really interesting.
2: That's exactly how I would pick a dog.
1: Dude, that's yeah. my... The, th- silent, the silent one. Mm-hmm. That's the soft part in my heart. I can't go to,
0: like, an animal shelter or rescue oh, or anything. Because as soon two... as I see an animal looking for hope, I'm like, oh, you have to come home with it me. It makes me Bro. so sad.
1: And his story is so unique because, um, you know, so how, how it happened is, like, I went in there... And they was like, yo, just kind of look at which dog, you know, which puppy you think is, you know, you want to kind of meet or whatever. And I'm going through, I'm going through, I'm like, this one right here, the black one right here with the white on his stomach. He looks very, like, I don't know, something just made me pick him. I don't know what it was. Maybe, you know, coincidence, some faith, faith to others, you know. But um, we went inside, the, it was like a little room. And this is the first time he had human interaction other than the caretakers. Because his story is very unique. His whole litter. The, uh, the person that had his litter originally um, wasn't allowed to have dogs or pit bulls for whatever reason. They didn't really disclose it to me, but him and his litter had to go to court to even be up uh, for adoption. So, like a registration kind of thing? I think it's like a, it's more so because I don't know the details, they didn't tell me, but pretty much since this, the, the county took his litter from that guy. Mm. They had to go through the court system to even go for adoption. Oh wow! So there wasn't even other people that saw him. Like he, he, like I was the first person, other than the caretakers, that he had, you know, interaction with. You know, so it, it was, it, it's, so it's a, a crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Very unlikely that that happens where dogs have to go through court.
3: What happened? Do you know what happened to the original owner? I have
1: <laughs> no idea. They didn't tell me. They, I guess, something bad. Maybe he was. I have no idea. It has to be something bad for you not to be able to have dogs, Usually. and they have to go through court. It has to be something. Yeah. And I, I honestly think it's maybe he. I, I don't want to you know misspeak or anything, but maybe something to do do with like abusing dogs. Because I noticed that Argos is when I first got him, he was very timid, very shy, mm. um, very scared of little things. Like if I you know make a little noise, he will kind of jump. Um, and crazy enough, actually. One of his litter mates, they found my video. The owner of one of his litter mates, like Argos' sister, I would say, and they emailed me and said, "Hey, um, I have Ar- one of Argos' litter mates. We I saw your video. Like this is this is you know his sister. Like in the litter. Like we adopted from his litter as well." And I was like, "Really?" And they send me pictures, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah, I remember seeing a dog. And if you go back and watch the video, you can see the dog that's behind the cages as well." And um, she started asking me questions like, is, is Argos, like, is he shy? Is he timid? Is he, you know, is he act weird around new people? And I'm like, yeah. So she's literally describing how her dog is, and Argos is the same exact way. So whatever happened to that litter, it impacted all of them. It does, man. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, uh,
0: I, have, I have a rescue. He's a South African mastiff. I've told the story before on the podcast, but all these dogs were kept, you know, a dozen dogs in the same cage, mm-hmm. n- half the size of this room. Um, the biggest dog is going to get the first food. Mm. You know, it's a fight. And, yeah. if, you know, if Argus and his sister were in that cage, that, that very well could have been the reason they have trauma from that.
1: hundred percent. And, um, you Break know, when I heart. was, yeah, for sure. And, and when I was, uh, you know, training him for food aggression, because um, mm. I wanted him to be around my siblings. I got a lot of siblings. And um, I noticed when I first started feeding him, he would kind of growl a little bit mm-hmm. you know like hey this is mine i'm like hey listen i'm not here to take from you because he's so used to fighting for his food like you said he's so yeah. used to fighting for that food so i had to train him to say "Hey, i'm providing this for you i'm not taking away from you yeah you know and um you know that alone he was he was good you know it took some time but just him knowing that hey i'm not he's not he's not a, he's not a threat it kind of made him ease off a little bit. He's less aggressive and more scared. Yeah, at first he was more aggressive because he would growl. He'd try to snap. He had little baby teeth, you know, little puppy teeth. You know, they don't hurt, but he has snapped at me a couple times, and I'm like, look, man, like that's not what you do. And I just went through training with him every single day, man, every single day training, 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 and eventually he got the he got used to me, and um, he realized that I'm not trying to take food from him, and he was good after that, man.
2: He's a, he's a pitbull, right?
1: So, yeah, so he's a staff. He's a pit bull, according to the shelter, but the shelter always gets uh, you know a mix of dogs. Does he look um, like a pit bull? Yeah, he looks okay. like a pit bull, but I, I think he's considered a staffier. is a Staffshire Terrier, which is like kind of like a a branch off from American pit bull.
2: So, I mean, he's kind of a pit bull, kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Assuming he is a pit bull, what is your opinion when people say all pit bulls are aggressive or like they'll they'll bite you or like they're just they're <laughs> dicks? Sorry, excuse <laughs> me for a second. Yeah,
1: it, it, it's the owners, bro. No, it's the owners, man. Like 100. Um, pit bulls are some of the loving, um, most caring dogs that you'll ever meet. And my cousin, he has a couple pit bulls. My friends, they got pit bulls, and they're the most loving dogs ever. It just depends on socialization. Uh, if you, you know, take them to a dog park or you put them around other dogs, how do they? You know, you got to get that in there early.
2: The, yeah, does he socialize well? Yeah, social, amazing. I will take him to the
1: dog park. He just runs around like tongue yeah. all out, you know what I mean? Like he's cool, man. Wow,
2: well, I wish our dog was like that. We have I don't even know what the fuck she is. She's a mutt, but she's <laughs> part of her, she's pitbull. Yeah. Um she is she loves the two other dogs in our family. She'll like lick them and like play with them and stuff, but when it comes to other dogs, oh my god. She is all we had to get her a bark collar because she always barks. Mm. And if anyone on the live has been in my house, they know exactly who I'm talking about uh bailey she never stops barking and she see they can't even take her to the dog park anymore because she just immediately just whoa, 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 whoa. starts chasing after the but dogs. is she
1: barking and being aggressive or just barking I, well i it's
2: not my dog it's my sister's dog she, yeah. i have to ask her but um she it's like kind of it comes off as aggressive because she's just she's she's strong too she'll she's pull on the leash dog. she's a mm. big dog yeah um but it's so funny because when she sits she has short front legs so she sits like this she
1: got the the frog pose
2: yeah (laughs) and she's got a staring problem she'll just be like oh man she'll just stare at you so this is
3: she barks at dogs not people oh she barks at everything oh
2: it's Mm. like if it moves yeah dude i was taking a test the other day and all i heard was woof 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 (laughs) for like three hours straight i'm like
4: Mm.
2: try to concentrate put the
4: fucking bark collar
0: on i love dogs more than most people Bailey Andrew's yeah. sister's fiance's <laughs> dog is the most obnoxious creature on the, face of the planet oh, for no reason. This dog isn't a rescue; it's just an asshole. Like <laughs> I'll really? just I'll just no. Be she's over there. so sweet, but she's so annoying. But like she just I'll stand there for no reason. She'll just start barking at me. She'll do three laps around the room, come jump on me, and then just go do like six laps around the room, and then just come <laughs> bark at me. Maybe like she's, try to bite she's trying to get your attention, Yeah,
2: yeah she's just trying no, to get your attention. No, and like, oh, Bailey, good girl, and she'll run away. She's rude. She's rude. She doesn't understand manners. I had a buddy over one time, <laughs> and she just like stared at him, then got up on the couch and like, is this his face? And she was just like. <laughs> and then and then she just like laid on him and just kept fucking with him he's like no he kept pushing her off and then she just kept yeah. coming back on she does she has no understanding of manners or personal space
1: <laughs> man most dogs are like that man you get some of those dogs that is like while you're eating they're sitting there just drooling oh yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't
3: I can't stand begging when like a dog is like right oh, here like man. just I'm like Oh, especially at someone else's house, I'm like, can you have you not told me? Yeah, your and they're dog like, just give him to? a piece
2: yeah. of chicken. I'm like, no,
1: I'm like, I don't want to. Piece, dog, you. Don't feed your dogs piece. at the dinner table. This is yeah. my
3: food. I had to fight for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because Argos, he's kind of sneaky with it though. Like him, he knows, like, not to stare at me while I'm eating. And sometimes I kind of look on the corner of my eyes. He would turn his head real fast. Like, oh, so it's like one oh, of those I'll things where something. he's like, yeah, exactly, exactly, bro.
4: I wasn't looking. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: he
1: smart is a smart doggy? Or is Absolutely, he dumb? Cuz Bailey's he's, fucking stupid. Man, he's, so, <laughs> he's he's smart, bro. Like, man, I, I taught him his name first day. He knows That's how to speak Charlie. on command. Um Yeah, he, I saw that he, video. You good, were teaching man. him how to speak. Yeah, he knows how to bark on command. Uh he's he's a very smart dog, man. And, Can he um, speak in sentences? You yeah, might, be, he might, <laughs> <laughs> he might. Hey, he, you got the right treat. He'll drive your car. <laughs> <laughs> His dog, man, he treat motivated. You give him a treat, bro, he'll, 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 he'll mow the line bro. You know what I'm saying, bro? You get this dude the right treat, he'll, he'll do anything, man. It's, it's crazy.
2: Dude, my cousin used to have this dog. I don't know what kind of dog it was, but he trained it so well. Now, I can't even tell you. It was when I was young. I don't know if it's a case of the Mandela effect where I actually saw this. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. I was in their house walking by the bathroom. The bathroom door was open. And I swear I saw it, but I kept walking. I was like, wait a minute. And I walked back mm-hmm. and I peeked in. This motherfucker is on top of the toilet, pissing. He's just looking at me. He's like, this.
4: I, th- I the think, dog? While, I think
3: he's,
2: while he's peeing, I'm like,
3: I I'm kind of think, sorry, that, man. Bro? I think you're confusing I, your life with Bruce Almighty.
1: What? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I swear to God, it actually <laughs> happened.
3: I have no idea what kind of dog it was. It sure
1: wasn't a kid in a dog costume. <laughs>
0: And, dude, I just need to say I it out know. loud because I'm still a little bit upset about it. I don't know if you guys saw about four minutes ago. I'm to go you. take a shot and just miss yeah, my man. mouth. man, he,
1: he turned already. Somebody get him some milk. <laughs> sort of some tequila. milk and a cold shower was, yeah get him something to wake him up man uh, is that
3: why you is that why you like were like excuse yeah, me fine, and you that's that's took that's your hoodie off so
0: <laughs> wet. but uh Tyrell, i love talking about the dogs man but i really i'm fascinated with this youtube channel yeah
4: like, i was gonna what, ask what, you, what yeah. you
1: got going on with this like how do you get this film set up what got you into yeah. that so youtube man all started when i went to jamaica um was it okay. 2018 i want to say i went to jamaica solo trip and um a solo I was out, trip to jamaica solo trip to jamaica and um I, it was one of those where i needed to you know kind of find myself yeah. you know one of those kind of trips so went out on a there. spiritual
0: journey to mount zion yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> so um you know i went out there and i was kind of documenting everything didn't know what i was going to do with the film that i had my friend let me borrow his gopro had my phone and i was just recording my you know my my vacation and when I got home, you know, I had the little iMovie on my phone mm. and I edited it and I was like, Yeah, this is kind of fun. And, mm. you know, I uploaded it and then people was like, yo, I really like your video. And like that got me started really. I was like, man, this is kind of nice. Like I really like filmmaking and um or recording videos, however you wanna put it. So I started vlogging and just pretty much just documenting my journey. Mm-hmm. And then um on my reaction channel, I was just sitting in front of a camera just joke on Karen's bro yeah. that's all I did on that channel well just,
3: like to, to back up to like Jamaica and you were like just trying to find yourself in a yeah. journey what made you pick Jamaica
1: It's a good question man um, I was actually going to go to Cancun at first mm. and um, they had a, a travel warning mm. and um, the next place I was like I think a friend recommended like a jamaica's pretty nice
2: what was a travel warning i don't mean it's all Tra-
1: travel but. warning is like don't go there bro like, it's but like, i know it's but before
2: like, covid or dude like no no this is twenty eighteen. yeah wh- what was the specific? covid was last year this
1: is 2018 i think it was just like um because
2: i know when you go to cancun they tell you don't go off the resort i wonder if it had something to do with that yeah
1: uh no i think it was just like you know oftentimes like they they kind of have like uh i guess you could say like guidelines or like mm-hmm. warnings like hey if you go here during this time like Something yeah. bad may happen. Like, crime is really high at this time, um, pretty much. And okay. cer-
0: certain areas really target tourists. Like, we were uh, yeah. we were going to go to the Turks and Caicos last year, but they just said, nope, you're not allowed. You're going to get robbed. I'm like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So I saw that, and I was like, ah, fuck that, man. I'm trying to have a spiritual journey. I ain't trying to have a fighting journey. You know what I mean? Like, I had to fight some people. Right. So I ended up going to Jamaica, um, and it's, cra- it's so crazy, bro. I actually met this really, really dope group that was from uh, Miami. And um, they saw me. Uh, we were about to go on the same excursion. You know, we was about to go uh on the Sky Explorer and like the little bobsled thing and um there's like hey
0: uh, bobsledding in Jamaica?
1: Yeah, it's like a little roller like coaster. Cool kind running? Of. Yeah, like cool yeah. running. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Feel the it's rhythm. Sick. Yeah, feel, feel the, the rhythm. The rhyme. Mm-hmm.
0: No, like that's Bobs- a true story. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. No, 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 no. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's not like real bo- you know like on one actual one, yeah, rhyme, yeah, yeah. but it's like a roller coaster that's supposed to simulate a uh, bobsled. Yeah. So you yeah. actually
2: actually push it
1: and jump in it? Uh, you get in it and I think they give you a push. Oh, that's it's like, not, a, it's like I mean, a little roller coaster
2: that's cool but that's not as cool <laughs> yeah nah, it, was, it, was, it was fun
1: it was fun bro that's you know, nice but uh so we were going to this excursion and um they was like hey man you out here for work or something like you by yourself i'm like nah man i'm just out here for a vacation They're like by yourself i'm like yeah she's he's like man dope. that's so dope you know and and we had like a little conversation on the little bus on our way to the excursion and then when we got there the place i think you had to be in groups of like two or three Mm-hmm. and um to get on the sky explorer to go up and they were like hey man you with us bro i'm like all right cool so
0: so it's a friendly environment. it was like it was friends. like four it was
1: like f- it was four of them in a group there was two guys and then two girls uh my boy ross and my boy tremaine and then i think they're girlfriends and um yeah we went there and they was like yo you come come with me and uh Tremaine was like come with me and Ross and get on the Sky Explorer and then from there man I still talk to him to this day and they just adopted you yeah so there was just what like, is, was, is, it, is <laughs> the
3: Sky Explorer just like a
0: big gondola
1: no it's pretty much like if you think of uh, kind of like a Ferris wheel except for, if, instead of it going in circle actually a better example would be if you've ever been snowboarding or yeah. like skiing like that takes you up to the mountain the lift, yeah, the the lift. lift. it's, yeah. it's kind of like that Cod War Zone yeah yeah the gondola Yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it like but it's like that it's taking you as a sky explorer because you get to see the beaches of jamaica and oh, like you yeah. know like the trees and things like is that is there
0: right? a does jamaica have jungles
1: uh i would think so maybe we are geographically Ignorance. Special. Well, because there yeah, I'm not the I'm not the best, but it's, it's, it's yeah, an island. We, we tried. Thank God, I asked. Yeah, I asked God. I asked him man. when
2: he was on what DRC stands for? The, oh the yeah, Congo. He goes Dominican Republic. You dumbass. <laughs> 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 Grab the yeah. You
4: got not the globe. Proud of
3: smoke. Yeah, thank bro. God
0: Lena brings a globe the next I, week. I, I, am, I am not the best. I am not the best
1: when it comes to, to geography, bro, but.
0: Did you make your way uh, up to Bob Marley's grave on Mount Zion?
1: I didn't. That's one thing that I wish I would have done. Um, it, it, it's so crazy because I was there for five days. And to see all of Jamaica, you need to be there for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I bet. So I, was, I, I literally was booked. All, like I was riding ATVs. I got in the water with dolphins. I mean, I that i, I did. the a tourist experience. I did yeah, everything. You it. know what I'm saying? I did everything. I, I was even off of the, uh, the resort with that group that I met from Miami. We went to a little local spot. Got some... Um, oxtail and rice and you know traditional oxtail yeah we got the traditional jamaican food it was amazing yeah i'm vegan now but you know it was amazing at the time (laughs) you know what i'm saying but um yeah it was it was really dope bro and i knew that i I, I would go back one day and that's actually my plan to take my family on a vacation there like all my family just like yo let's go to jamaica because it did so much for me mentally physically emotionally Mm. spiritually everything man it literally it felt like i got taken out of the matrix when i left the u.s
3: there's yeah, there's something about leaving your home country and yeah. getting out into the open that really makes you, just have like have like an, an eye, like a third eye opening. Yeah, no, literally. I literally. think it really
0: a big part is, especially in America. What I've seen, I've spent most of my time in America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same. Um, it's Okay. You know, it's it's a it's a grind to make money. It's a grind to do the best for yourself and for your family. You're not as much involved in a community unless you're in a clique. -hmm. So I think. um, Well, especially in Loudoun County. Especially in Loudoun County, but I think anywhere in Europe, but Jamaica specifically, I feel really resonates with that idea of Uh, community. um, Where you're not, you could be coming from America, but you're not an outcast. You are a guest.
1: And a lot of them, they actually thought I was Jamaican. They asked me if I'm Jamaican. I was like, "Bro, I don't know. Maybe (laughs) I could be. I "I could be. I do my ancestry, but you know, I might. I might be, bro. I might." So it's a different type of feeling, though. Like here in the U.S., you walk down the street, you know, say if you go to Tyson's or something like that, you're like, "Hey, how you Mm -hmm. doing, man?" They look at you like, "Who's this weirdo looking at?" me? Stop talking to me. Exactly. Go to Jamaica. They say hi first. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's up, man? How you doing, man? You know, like they're they're very like is is unique. It's like it's literally like Bob Marley says, "One love." Is like Bob Marley is in every person in Jamaica. It's well, the craziest thing. a huge thing part on their culture. But it's, it's, this, huge. Yeah. it's the spirit. The but ideology. it's just that love, bro. Like they they genuine love. Not just love. Anybody can get love, but it's genuine love. Like mm. they don't even know you and they're showing you so much love. They're laughing, smiling, just having a great time, man. And like it, it just opened like a certain like Chakra in my body Bro I don't yeah. even know How to explain it But it was just It was amazing bro Dude, I,
0: I always tell Andrew You know he can hate me For no reason But I can love him For no reason And that's <laughs> a mindset That you know Is lost among the planet And that's where you get Places like Jamaica Yeah um, bro well, you don't think see of that, another place off the top of my no, head. No, you
3: don't but. see that in America at all. And you don't even see that here. in like we were saying, Loudoun County, like people, like he was saying, people like when you, if you say hi to a stranger on the street here, they're, they're going to look down at you or be like, why are you talking to me? Right. Dude, the closest I get to that is driving down. I live on like the back roads, dirt roads. Mm-hmm. If
0: you're past somebody, you you know, you give them the wave, they'll wave back to you. Yeah. Uh, I was kind all, of that. that you know?
1: That's because all y'all have money here. All y'all are on the same that's, tax bracket, bro. I don't, I don't know much about Loudon <laughs> County. <laughs> But still, man, I don't you know, have I that? don't have money. <laughs> I don't know much about Loudon County, man. I grew up in Prince William County, like mm-hmm. one of the poorest parts. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know much. You're not wrong.
3: Now that you yeah. now that you bring that up, though, I watched your like I guess you you could call it like a mini documentary about growing up with uh, in poverty and growing up with with childhood trauma, and and you brought up some yeah. stories about it. your neighborhood was really rough at the time. Like yeah. it got better, but. How? What was it like, like? if you care to share, what was it like as a child growing up in that type of environment?
1: You know, when you're growing up in poverty, you don't realize you have grown up in poverty. Mm-hmm. It's not until you get older and you look back, like, damn, that was fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck was that? You know. Um, but the environment was it, was it was everyone looked apart. Like everyone looked like, hey, we all we're all here. You know, um, it's all it all feels the same. You know, I, my neighbors they got the same type of house as me everyone has either a townhouse or apartment Mm -hmm. and it's literally the same exact way it's just flipped on the other side it's literally the same exact thing but you know there was gangs you know shootings drugs a couple killings in the neighborhood like it, it was tough man and i think in that video that you're referring to my mom told a story when i was like five years old and there was this guy uh he was arguing with this other guy about his girlfriend or something crazy like that and uh, me and my mom was just going to the local candy lady's house. You know, she sold candy and like nachos, ice cream out of her apartment. You, you have a lot of these. Her name was Miss Maria, rest in peace. But um, we went over to her house, to, you know, get some candy or whatever. And this guy pulls out his gun out of the trunk of his car, long 44 Magnum. And, on you and your mother? You no, know, not on me and my mom, but he pulled it out of his trunk to go upstairs in the apartment to, I guess, handle whoever he was arguing mm-hmm. with. And my mom took off, bro. I took off, too. Like, I was five years old and I already knew to like knew to run. It's like It became instinct at f- five years yeah. old. You know? So, I, I seen a lot, man. I, a lot, bro. People getting jumped. I mean, shooting, like, guns. I was around all of that stuff, man, growing up. And it forced me to kind of grow up at a young age. When I was, like, 15, people, hey, how old are you? Are you 18, 19? They always thought I was older than what I was because I carried myself, like, a lot older than you what I am it in your eyes yeah man I have seen a lot of stories bro you know like I got a lot of stories but I have seen a lot of things mm-hmm. and um you know I don't regret anything um I don't wish I can change anything because it made me who I am you know um I, I think the first time it, it's so crazy how because we we're talking about faith and, and and just like certain things happening for a reason it's so mind-blowing to me that I lived in this neighborhood where I would say probably the average household income no more than 15000 a year.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: not talking about a month, you know, because y'all got the big house here. <laughs> a year. <laughs>
4: this is awesome.
1: A year, bro. 15000 a year. And a lot of them are, you know, Medicaid, food stamps, government housing, government, you know, going to the pantry, WIC appointments. I know about all that. And the crazy thing is when I went to middle school, we were zoned to go to Marsteller Middle School, which was in Bristow. Mm-hmm. And that was like a 15, 20 minute drive from my house. And mind you, in Bristow, these parents working, you know, government jobs, $500,000 houses, pretty living pretty nice. Middle class, I would say. You got these kids from this, this neighborhood going to this middle school and everything was like completely different for me. And I remember I went to one of my friend's house for a uh, for a sleepover. His name's Kevin. He was a black kid, too crazy i've never seen a a black i've seen big houses on mtv cribs but when i went to his house for a sleepover my man had a theater room he had a little workout station downstairs bar you know what i mean like extra bedrooms and all my friends that i met there had similar houses and here i am you know in my house me and my siblings are sharing rooms and they got extra rooms you know what i'm saying that first really opened my eyes and i felt like it was for a reason there's no way that you can tell me because now People that live in this neighborhood don't go to that school. Mm. They go to a different school, which actually could be considered mm-hmm. worse. They go to a school in Haymarket, Bull Run, which is, like, even a wealthier school, I would say, than more stellar.
0: Would you consider yourself, um, in a, a completely metaphorical sense, um, um, treading lightly here because it sounds like I'm an asshole every time I speak, um, but <laughs> Boy, um, do you see a difference in yourself with the things that you've experienced from your background as opposed to having people from those backgrounds they don't have the same the real look into a slice of life that you know that they have never experienced like i can talking about as
1: far as like the kids i went to school with Um exactly like
0: you you said uh you and your mother you were going to pick up candy and you saw a guy pull a gun out of his trunk right you know um i've never seen anything like that right right i I haven't had that experience that's not it's uh, not normal it's it's not, not normal, though. Yeah. And it, it's something that shouldn't be normalized, but it's something that shouldn't be ostracized either. I think that it's really important for... You know, the closest I get to an experience like that is listening to, like, like Master Splinter's Daughter by, by Kendrick Lamar. You know, right. hearing about stories like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that is where I get the input, because... Um, like, this, this that you see, this isn't, oh, my parents have really good jobs. My mom started a business a few years ago and was able to sell it. She, she lucked out. That was fate. Right. Um, that wasn't just, like, like privilege, I guess. Um, do you see a difference in mindset between oh, yeah. social classes? I, I, hundred, I don't like categorizing it. A, a, a hundred
1: it, thousand but. percent, you know? Um <laughs> You gotta think about it like this, man. Um, When you grow up in poverty and you don't know, you're waiting on food stamps to come in, right? Which is like government money to help you buy groceries and food and stuff. When you're waiting on that to come in, those days are rough. You might Mm. be eating ramen noodles, hot dogs, and pork and beans, you know? Some nights hungry. And you're constantly hearing your mom, man, we don't got money, we don't got this, we don't have that, we don't have, we're poor. You hear all these words of affirmation, it's not positive affirmation, yeah. And you understand mm-hmm. that like subconsciously that's that's drilled into the kid. Yeah. From 0 to 7 is the most important ages in a kid's life. 0 to 7. That's because subconsciously they download an information. It's like a computer.
0: But that makes you that makes you a thousand times stronger than me. If I the closest it I've depends, gotten to that. But
1: it depends how you look at it though. Mm-hmm. Because on the flip side if you have um you know people that didn't grow up in poverty or you can say like privilege if that's what you want I don't know the word you want to say Um, their parents all they know is money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they're putting in your head hey you could be the dumbest kid in the class but hey you know how to make money even if you don't know how to do it like consciously subconsciously is already planted into your head it's expected of you to do that that's why you see some of the dumbest kids be millionaires Mm. you know they don't know know a lick about anything but they know how to make money because subconsciously it's drilled into them I don't think that makes me stronger than you because everybody has their different battles they go through you know it made me grow up a lot faster it helped me develop character at a young age but shit i think i'm a strong person i just started believing that because i've been in dark places before yeah you've you know
3: you've come a long way since obviously since your childhood uh when you would go to your friends houses and they had all these like you would compare and, and they had these spare bedrooms and you're like, we're sleeping on top of each other yeah. in, in this in environment. Um, did you ever feel, I guess, mentally or subconsciously that that, like, did you register that that, you were feeling that like you were being put behind the curve or you were like being outcast in a way?
1: Nah, man, like, I just thought that's what life was. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have no one telling you information, when you have no one say, hey, this is why this is like this, this is why this is like this, you don't, fuck, you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got into my 20s where I look back and I started working with kids. You know, I started working with kids and, you know, especially uh, the the county that I'm working at now. um, I don't want to say the county because, you know, I don't want to say the county, but it's a very, very, I would say wealthy, wealthy county. Right. And I started working with these kids and I realized at a young age, these kids are knowing crazy. What you know about taxes in third grade? (laughs) I it's just learned day. about taxes last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm like, damn. Like I'm. We're learning about it now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm learning about this shit now, and they're learning about it in third grade. They like, they know about capital gains investing, and they're in third grade, bro. It's crazy. So it wasn't until I got older, man. And I had a little glimpse of this one time, a little little tiny glimpse, and I it didn't register right away. But we had uh, I don't know if you guys remember. Um, I don't, actually, I don't know if you guys had it in your school, but in the school I went to in elementary school. Um, we used to have like these food drives for Thanksgiving Yeah, and, um, for Thanksgiving, they'll say, okay, the class that brings in the most canned goods or non-perishable items gets a pizza party. Right. So, you know, my class, I'm, 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 I'm an athlete. I like to compete. <laughs> I want to, I want to get right. the most amount of, yo, you bring in this, you bring in, this, I'm bringing this. You yeah. feel me? So that's what we are doing. And, um, I go home to my mom. I say, Hey mom, we got this pizza party. Uh, for school, we just got to bring in some canned goods. You know, can I get a couple things of corn? You know, maybe green beans or something to bring in. And my mama said, she laughed. And I was like, you know, what the fuck's funny? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get this pizza party. What you laughing at? You know what I mean? Like in my head, I'm like, what's going on? She said, we should mark the bottom of those cans because we're probably going to be getting those in a few weeks. Mm. And I didn't understand what it meant at first. You know? Because when they when you donate donating food, they're taking it to the pantry and then people like me and you know my mom and my family are picking it up from the pantry mm. so she's saying we should mark the bottom of them so when we go to the pantry we might get lucky and find one that you, we you that get we them back get them back and i i, I kind of understood a little bit I was like what is she saying like i don't i don't really get it dude that makes that makes me so angry yeah it makes me so
0: angry that 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 is like that it shouldn't be like that and it's, it's it's a system, hey man, man. I'm not going to go on the tangent right now, but don't. It's
3: fine.
1: <laughs> nah, it's a, it's it's a system, man. It's it's a, it's a crazy system that, that that keeps the poor poor and keep pro- people in poverty, keep them in poverty. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so,
0: if you could go back, um, you had said where where you had grown up, there were there were gangs in the area. There was a lot of violence. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a very prosperous area. What would you? What advice would you give to? the people struggling um any not just in that area but anybody across the entire world struggling what can you do is it in is it intrinsic motivation push yourself out of that um and if you're stuck in that place
1: what can you do yeah um it's it, it's very it's very tough to get out of that it's super tough. i got so so blessed and fortunate my dad wasn't you know physically there uh, but he was always financially there my dad you know mm-hmm. christmas was kind of good because my dad felt like, and I talked to my dad recently. Um, actually, on my last birthday, we had, he asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I said, "I just want to have dinner with you, just have a you know a little conversation or whatever." And I asked him, I said, "Why did you always buy things but didn't spend time?" And my dad was just like, "Well, you know, I didn't have anything growing up, so I want to make sure that y'all never, you know, wanted anything." You know, so my dad, his his love language almost was like, "I'm going to buy everything for my kids because I couldn't have anything." So Christmas was always good, but it wasn't, you know, right. And, um, the way that my dad was, he, he was, he was really, he, he was always at my sports games and things like that. But when I turned 17, my sophomore year, my mom, she was pregnant with my little sister and she was just going crazy. Like, you need to do that. Oh, you need to go move. with your dad. Like, she was just kind of just, you know, just being a a pest, I would say. You know, like she was just always in my ear about the smallest things. And I was, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go move my dad. 17 moving my dad. And that got me out of that environment because a couple of years later, a lot of my friends that got locked up.
0: Now, had your dad lived in a better
1: area? So my dad, he he used to live in Front Royal, which was like a, um, okay. you know, like kind of country or whatever. But then he moved closer, um, still in Manassas, uh, but it was a better area for sure. It's like cul-de-sac like i don't have a cul-de-sac in my mom's neighborhood it's like an actual neighborhood it's like an actual neighborhood so he kind of got me out of that environment and and me getting out of that environment i was able to look at things a lot differently you don't know you're stuck inside of a box until you get out the box and i got out the box and i was like yo that shit is fucked up you know i was going to school college i was going to nova and they were charged they was charging my mom more rent because i was in school full-time they charge her more? They charge her more. Because I would get like uh No, that's
0: that's like illegal.
1: No, no, listen, listen. It's because when you when you get uh when you when you have Pell Grants, so Pell Grants is when your parents don't make a a lot of money, mm-hmm. the government pretty much pays for you to go to school. Right? And then at the end of each semester they give you a stipend. And that okay. stipend is whatever you didn't use, say if it's five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, whatever, you get to keep it, do whatever you want with it, you can you know, buy books or you can spend it on some clothes and shit, whatever you trying to do. Now, do you so see they that counted, as... they counted that as income because I, I was yeah. full time. So that's why her rent went crazy.
3: That's what I'm going through now. Cause like I'm under my own yeah. name. And so I received Pell Grant. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. About when yeah. It comes
1: so to that. It's, it's considered income and I, it's fucked up, bro. Like so they can,
3: You see that as definitely like a bad system.
1: A hundred percent. It's so bad, bro. My mom told me, she said, you know, she said, you know, I can't have more than $5,000 in my account.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: What, why not? It's just, it's just part of the system. The part of the, the, the um, low-income housing system.
3: To, to stay under that radar, you have yeah. to have... Because I actually yeah. recently... Not to cut you off. No, nah, you good, bro. But I recently applied to have... <clears throat> I talked about it on, on the podcast before. But to have my criminal record expunged. To get help from the legal system, either I have to pay my lawyer over $2,000... To basically just file paperwork to expunge mm. the record, or but in but or I can choose to have the government assist me with legal issues, like with money. And one of the questionnaires is: Does your bank account have? Have you ever had less than five thousand dollars? Yeah. Of course, I said no. But if I had at one point, like due to savings or anything else, then they can't assist me. Exactly. Which means I have to drop two thousand dollars plus in order for a lawyer just to hand the court system a piece of paper.
4: mm Hmm.
2: They do the same thing with um, mental issues, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle has mental issues, and he gets disability from the state, county, whatever. And I know for a fact he, he, he doesn't spend his money. I remember a conversation like back in the day where they were basically telling him, you have to spend your money because if it goes above a certain point in your bank account, they'll stop fucking giving you money. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you got money. So like he had to forcefully spend it and act like it was a... Um, a need it, like act like he was spending it on a need or like to keep yeah. up with his, his
4: what it's is a fuck it? up system cause you yeah, can't you can't,
1: you can't get ahead bro like if they if, if my mom were to get a raise at her job she gotta report it like within 30 days and her rent can go up just from a fucking 25 cent raise bro like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's no way that you it's like it's literally a rat race, bro it, you cannot is, get out
0: because that's that's so fucked because i've never heard of anything like that yeah, really bro. it is a system meant to keep people down yes, yeah yes. i didn't i didn't know that's, they
2: counted pell grants as
4: um yeah uh income well the remainder yeah, yeah, yeah. the remainder the not like the
1: full Pell grant pell grant but whatever you yeah. get like say if i got like a two thousand dollar loan and it cost you know that semester was a thousand dollars that thousand dollars they 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 market as income. Yo, they, I might They don't be send
2: fucked.
3: you that extra money. They literally, like, take that extra money and act like it was money you already earned. Yeah, I might
1: yeah. be fucked.
0: No, you and I are fucked. They're I in didn't know best that. they the position they could be because they know about this.
4: Yeah, I, yeah, don't don't just, it, I don't they, think it's considered being the best position. No, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm,
1: like, I'm done with college now, but this is when I was going to college, you know, a few years ago. Like, my mom was like, yo, you know, they raised my rent $400. I was like, for what? Like, I'm not working. We're going to go up there and see. So we went to the rental office, and they was like, oh, that Pell Grant? Yeah, but it was <laughs> your Pell Grant. It well, was my Pell Grant, but since when you're... So how it works is if you're over at age of 18, you're considered an adult and uh, anything. If, you, if I was 17 and I was going to college and I got that Pell Grant, it wouldn't count. But since I'm 18 and an adult and I signed a lease, my name's on the lease, then...
3: This is the shit that they... See, that's the thing is that you don't know about this stuff until you experience it. Yeah, yeah. And then you experience it and you realize how
1: fucked you really are. you're
3: fucked as soon as you experience it. Yeah. You're already in a shitty situation when you have to
1: experience it. So I had to get off my mom's lease um, because it was just one of those things where it's like I stayed on her lease even though I didn't... Even though I moved out, I stayed on the lease so I can go to college because if I was under my dad's shit, I had to pay out of pocket.
0: So you had to get off of your mother's lease to
3: help her.
1: Exactly. Because if I was working, even if I wasn't living there, if I was working making whatever, they count that as income.
3: Because you're claimed it as a dependent.
1: Yeah, and because I'm on a lease and I'm an adult, so it, it's it's a it's, it's a fucked up system, bro. Like, and I tell my mom like all the time, like, yo, like I got you. I'm gonna get you out of this shit because it's not right. You can't say how to how to, There's no way you can tell me you can save money. I'm like, mom, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a you know lump sum lump sum of money one day, you know. And she's like, oh, just make sure it's not over this because. It's like, it, it fucks up the mindset of the people too. Cause it's like, if I, hit the, if I hit the lotto, you know what I'm saying? Say if my mom, hit, my mom, she'd be playing scratch off tickets like shit, but, and she'd been winning. Right. But let's just say my mom won $10,000. She would literally give that shit to my dad and say, put it in your account. Cause I can't have it in mine. So it basically beats them down. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, like continuously so like, you, like
2: they're like, like that to the point where I can't even think of an example, but I hope you guys know what I'm talking about to the point where like. They're scared of that amount because they yeah. know it's gonna
1: fuck up everything else. Yeah, because if no. if if the government finds out, if the rent office finds out, everything else is going up and you're fucked, bro. And it's like, you can't even give me a year grace period to like make money, so then if I do make a lot of money I can get out of this this situation. No, the, the system is literally there to keep you there. My mom's been living in that, that environment twenty plus years, bro. So that's
0: what I was gonna add this this
1: this could come off
0: as a very ignorant question but it is just curiosity mm-hmm. let's say uh, that money wasn't an, an issue for your mother why would she not want to leave the country why would she not want to go to Jamaica and get maybe a, a like a shack or a small house in a village as opposed to having to go through all of this bullshit with the United States it's
1: a great question so like in, in, in poverty like there's not too many people that travel. They can't afford to travel. You know, so Jamaica's out of the question, bro. Like, my mom, she's never been on a plane. She barely been out of the state of Virginia. You know, so, like, when you when you don't have money, when you just making it paycheck to paycheck, you're not thinking about a fucking vacation. Mm-hmm. My first vacation was when I was 17 years old. And it wasn't even a vacation. My, fa- my first vacation, I was 17 years old. Uh, my coach paid. I, I was playing AAU basketball, travel basketball. And we was going to Orlando, Florida for nationals. And um, he paid for the ticket. I was like, yo, I I can't pay for that. My my mom don't have money. Don't worry about it. I got you. you. You're good on the team. I got you. And I went to Florida and it blew my fucking mind like I was like bro there's alligator signs <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's fucking lizards like I ain't see no squirrels bro I got homesick I literally got homesick because I, I saw the armadillo as roadkill yeah. I'm used to seeing deers and shit yeah, yeah. What what part of Florida? Florida it was Orlando and Kasami oh hell yeah me. yeah I was, awesome. like, I, I was like bro iguanas
2: are Florida's
4: squirrels
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a really good point yeah, alligators yeah, nah, are literally. Florida's deer yeah, yeah nah, I that's, see that's, stories
2: real. every day of the alligator went across someone fell into the water and they got eaten by an alligator
3: yeah no, that's
1: real bro that's exactly how it is mm-hmm. and I got homesick but it was a cool experience it was my first time on a plane uh, first time in another state and then shit since then man I've been traveling I went to Cali I went to Vegas a couple times I went to Jamaica as a solo trip you know for mm-hmm. someone like me coming from that environment that's big for me to go to Jamaica by myself yeah. so a lot of people looked up to that and they was like man like that's
3: yeah, well that's amazing that people yeah. can it's it's great that you've become someone that people can look up to yeah. that there's hope out there when when you are struggling or you don't where you do come from that back, kind of background that that's not stopping you. You right. can be you can still become something and you can still achieve your dreams and what you want to do even though you come from that. Even though it is hard and it does build it incredible character hard. that you can get through it and become something. But I think that when you when you are when you achieve those goals and when you yeah. like especially you for what, like how far you've come i think that you are incredibly more proud of yourself right right than right. someone who has always been able to have that just handed to them yeah cuz you're like I, I achieved this i got i got past this giant barrier that i didn't ask for yeah that i'm capable of yeah it's so, it's you know.
1: hella hard bro cuz this is you got to think about it bro i'm literally going against the grain mhm a lot of people just they just become a product of their environment and it's not their fault It's all they know. If you have, if you have your mom and dad in in your life and, and, and they come from poverty, all they know is poverty. My literally 90, I would say 98% of my family is poor. 98%. My dad is probably like the, I would say he's the wealthiest in my family and he's been working at a job for 20 years and he earned it. Other than that, bro, there's nobody in my family that's wealthy a lot of them are you know my cousins a lot of them on my mom's side they it's like six of them in, in one house they're all working at like fast food joints um you know my grandma was uneducated you know like my great-great-grandma was uneducated so it's like i'm the one in my family that's breaking that chain
4: I, and I it's fucking
1: hard i mean it's it's i think that's where a lot of that darkness come from because i'm like bro i've been grinding when is this shit gonna come i know it's gonna come but when is it gonna come i've been busting my ass bro you know what i'm saying and it's gonna come when it comes, it's like, now it's not even about me, though. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an unselfish person. I know if I get in position where I got the money, I can help my family, bro. Like, I could, I could not, even, not only just take them on a vacation, because that alone will help them out a lot. They can be like, oh, shit, the world is actually beautiful. Like, it's different than this fucking box that we in. If you take an ant that's inside of a box, he's going to think it's the biggest thing in the world, right? Little ant. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, this is, this is dope. This is a big-ass box. If you take him out, if you take that ant out of that box and put him in the room, he would be like, "Oh shit, this is a this is nice, this is lit." But he doesn't know he's still inside the house. Yeah, it's a whole world out there, bro. I only went to Jamaica. I went to Cali, Vegas, but bro, there's the UK. There's shit, Australia. You want to fuck around with kangaroo jack? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> it's a lot Australia of shit out there, bro. It's a lot of shit out there. I want to go to Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so many Japan. I got I got a whole bucket list of what I want to do, and it's just like that initial step is just yo. Let me take my family out to Jamaica, where actually people going to show you love. They're not used to this. I wasn't used to this.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Both of my parents never been on a plane, bro. And How? That, that's yeah. where
0: I, I was. Um, I guess my initial close, point yeah. was. Um, you know, community is much more of a value overseas. Uh, that was my that was my oh, earlier yeah. point. But uh, I guess what I want to ask you is, having been raised in an area with gang activity, with poverty, what pushed you onto the path that you were on? Would you say your like your mother was a really big role model for you, or was it the environment that you were brought up in?
1: Hmm. What pushed me? I feel like it was it, it, it was it was put inside me since I was born. I don't know what the hell pushed me to be honest with you You're i just feel tone. like i was i was always very since a kid i was very independent um five years old i come home from school go outside play my mom like just be on be home when the street lights at five and i started working with kids and i'm like this kid don't even know zip his jacket up how the hell was i walking around the street by myself you know what i mean like mm-hmm. so i was forced to grow up at a young age and i was really independent my mom you know, I'm not trying to, you know, down my mom or anything, but she, she, she didn't have the the knowledge to help me with my homework. One day I came home, I think like maybe first grade, we we're doing like fractions or some shit. And I'm like, hey, could you help me with this? Like, I don't get it. Boy, I don't know this stuff. What the fuck am I going to do? You know, my dad wasn't there. You know, what am I going to do? So I had to figure it out. And that became a, I would say a bad habit because I started just doing shit on my own, figuring out how to get the answer all the way from fucking first grade all the way to high school. You know what I'm saying? That's and the
0: best habit you could get into.
1: I wouldn't say because it it, it, it made me bottle up a lot of emotions because I never had somebody I could just go to and talk to. I couldn't just be like, Mom, you know, I'm feeling like shit today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have that connection with her. Would yeah. you
3: feel you didn't have that connection? Was it because you just felt guilty about adding on another layer of stress that you already understood she was under?
1: I think subconsciously I knew she was stressed out. Mm hmm. Because i always hear her complain about money. i always hear her complain about, you know, we got to pay the bills. I was just out doing my thing, man. Like, just a little kid, just running the street my cousin Carlos. You know what I'm saying? Playing ding-dong ditch, stealing from fucking Walmart. Walmart, right. don't, don't ban me. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we was just out doing, just being a menace to society, bro. Because that's just what everyone else was doing. Mm-hmm. Smoking fucking cigarettes at, like, seven years old, bro. Like, just... And the that's fuck? I
0: guess the, the spirit of my question is did your did your mother as a role model kind of keep you from furthering that that Nah
1: man like the, I, I feel like I didn't really have a role model. You so know, you the people that I look Yeah, I taught myself everything, bro. Like I like a lot of people always like bro, it bothers me sometimes, but it doesn't. A lot of people always say, Man, like to my dad and my mom, y'all did a great job raising him. I'm literally like, bro, I raised my fucking self. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, as crazy as it sounds, I raised myself. And that's no knock to my dad. That's no knock to my mom. But I can't name five things that they both taught me. You know, like, hey, birds and the bees. I never had that conversation with my dad. I never had the conversation with my mom. Hey, you want to you wanna go to college? I never had that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I learned about I learned a lot of shit from my peers and, to, and myself. You know, so I don't think my mom, you know, I saw how hard my mom worked. And that made me want to work hard. Like, my mom's work ethic was crazy. She'll go to work, work fucking overnight, come home, cook clean, take care of me and my siblings. Like that, that shit motivated me. I'm like, shit, my mom could do it. I could do it. You know, so it, it was one of those things where I'm like, bro, I got to do something. You know, I don't know what the hell it's going to be. At the time, you know, I thought it was sports, basketball, um, football. I played sports, got in trouble in high school. So that, that, that fucked up a little, little bit of yeah, it's my hope. But it was supposed to happen, I feel like. Yeah, it's fate. It was faith, man. It was supposed to happen, you know? So um, I, I didn't really, I, I wouldn't say I had a role model. My role model was like the people I saw on TV, you know? Uh, okay, yeah. Gilbert Arenas, you know, for the Washington Wizards. He played for mm-hmm. the Wizards. And he had this commercial that came out. I'll never forget this shit. It was an Adidas commercial. And it's called Impossible is Nothing. And he was talking. He was just like, yeah, you know, when I was in you know college, everyone thought I was a zero. Everyone thought I was nothing, nobody. So I kept practicing. I kept working hard, working hard, working hard. And I resonated with that because he was like, people just they don't think I'm any anything. And I felt like a lot of people, they knew me. They knew my name and shit, but they didn't really know me. They don't know what the fuck I go home to. They don't know. Like, yo, when I go home, there's fucking people shooting at each other and shit like pizza places. Didn't even deliver there after dark because they got jumped in robbed, bro. Like, it's yeah. like I, I can't even order pizza hut at seven o'clock, bro, because they say, oh, yeah, we can't deliver there after dark to this day. I think it's the same thing. I had to pick up my food one time. I ordered food from my sister one time. You know, some, uh, I think it was like Burger King or some shit when they was delivering. And they was like, yeah, um, we're not allowed to go over there because you come across the street to pick up your food. I'm like, bro, are you serious? You know, so it, it's a lot of things that I thought was normal until I got older and got out of that environment.
0: And I will. I'll, I'll tell you firsthand. um, you know, none of this around me is mine, obviously. Anytime I go off on my own, if I want to do my own thing, that's on me. That's right. not That's not like, oh, daddy's money. It's like, no, you're going to do your own fucking thing. Mm. Right. Um, I respect that. That gives me my own drive. But looking at it as my, my whole life, it's been planted into my brain. You know, mm-hmm. doctor, lawyer, engineer, or else, you know, you're fucked. And that's not the truth of it. That's not the reality of it. It's just the system that's been built, um, and it's disgusting for me. Um, it, it it makes it makes me nauseous to think that there are people with a thousand times more drive than I, like like your mother, working every day as hard as she can, and but still having the system hold her back. It yeah. is dis- It's <laughs> nauseating, um, and it's not. It's not a world that I experienced, so I, I appreciate you sharing your perspective because it it
1: it it, broadens, it brings me a little bit of shame, to be honest, on myself. Um, I wouldn't even call it shame, though, bro, because you got to think about it, man. Everybody has different cards that are dealt to them. You wasn't meant to be on this earth to struggle like I did, right? Like, my struggle could be different than your struggle. Not, not to say that's not taken away from any struggles that you have. I'm sure you encounter struggles. And you will encounter struggles if you haven't already. I accepted that this is what God needed me to do because every single thing, bro, that I've been through made me who I am. And I see that now. Your own trials to make you stronger. Own trials, bro. Because if it wasn't for me going through this shit, bro, I still would be out here doing dumb shit. You know, what really slowed me down, bro, four years ago, I, caught a, I got an eye disease um, called keratoconus. And I talked about it probably when I first started my channel, but I haven't talked, you know, too much about it recently. But, um, i remember i was out at jmu halloween it was probably like uh, 2016 <laughs> maybe weekend, that's a good topic. halloween it was, it was amazing oh my god the best time of my life 2016 was crazy i went to like every college every weekend Shit, bro that was the best year ever bro 2016
0: summer 2016 there's no
2: worries yeah in the world. no worries at Not all
1: right good music everything so i'm out of jmu you know a couple of my friends and we're sleeping in this hotel and I remember waking up the next day after drinking henny. Oh, nothing but henny, man. Anything can oh. happen. Anything is possible. Henny will fuck you up. Anything <laughs> can-, can go down. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> we-, we we was deep with the henny, bro. And I woke up and I remember looking at my phone to see what time it was. And I looked at the time and that shit was double. I was like, bro, am I still fucking drunk? I'm literally looking at my phone like, what the fuck? Am I drunk? I, I try to go back to sleep. Wake up, same shit. And they're like, yo, man, let's go eat a crackle bear or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in the front seat. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the stoplight. I'm looking at the signs. I'm looking at every fucking thing. And it's like doubled vision. I'm like, bro, I need to go back to the get my glasses or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like something just maybe like prescription. Yeah. I go to the doctor probably like a week later. So I'm like, maybe I'll, you know, wake up one day it'd be cool. I go to the doctor like a week later. She takes, like, the eye pressure. The machine's just not working for some reason. Can't take my eye pressure. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, something might be really going on, you know what I mean, in my head. Eye pressure? Like... Yeah, so you know, little eye test where you look and then a little shit like kind of pops in your eye. You know, you like. Well, no, you don't 20 you, uh,
2: you got twenty twenty, don't you? It's
1: oh, you got good vision. When you
2: get checked, when you get checked, they do like a puff of yeah. air. Yeah, oh,
3: check you your eye. That's, you that's glasses, for yeah, like yeah.
2: glaucoma and shit. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they so do we, a whole bunch of mm-hmm. um, yeah tests. Whole bunch if of tests.
0: blew some air into my eye. I'd be on the ground. You have to. No. Yeah, okay, I, I got to
2: do a little side note to explain him. When you when you can't see correctly, yeah, when you go to the doctor to get your prescription, they do three tests to begin with, and then after afterwards you wait a little bit and they take you into the doctor's office and they put the machine not machine mechanical prescriptions in front of your eyes one or two again one or two (laughs) those first three tests one of them was something the other one they blow shit into your like they blow air into your eye Yeah. yeah i don't know the exact science but based on how your eye reacts yeah um it tells them something and then there's another test if you opt for it i don't know which one is
1: the pressure but anyways that's how that works i think you look at like a house or some shit because i've taken the test like a million times. it's
2: it's how clear the house
3: is yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. i've gotten all these look at the
1: house look at the house and this shit just blowing your eyes yeah Yeah. oh
2: yeah no that one it puts it puts lasers on and then it scans your eyes and then it starts blurry but then it based on how the Mm -hmm. the receptors come back like the wavelength they bounce back at or the density whatever the fuck it is science mm. um, it'll actually clear up the image and then that gives them information
3: um, yeah you do this when you need glasses yeah like that's
2: yeah. how I. That's how they figure out my prescription
3: yeah. so you glasses. know the
1: process bro so yeah, yeah I'm wearing contacts right now oh so yeah yeah, yeah. I got yeah. my contacts in too, my shit is blurry just, if I took them out yeah. I couldn't even see your face right now bro, yeah, bro so, I'm <laughs> telling you. so I go to the doctor and you know we do all these tests that y'all talk about right and she comes back and she has like this worried look on her face I'm like oh shit, here we go. I'm about to have to get some fucking bifocals or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. glasses still. I'm not thinking anything else. I'm thinking glasses. Like, You're yeah. might give me some thick ass glasses where it look like I got binoculars on or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, So she comes back and she says, I think you may have this. And she writes down character conus on the sheet of paper. She said, I want you to look this up. I'm going to schedule you to go see a specialist. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go inside my car. I pull out my phone. I type in character conus on Google. Let's just see what comes up. I read the description of character conus. It's like um, you see double vision. Your eye, your eyes are very light sensitive. Um, your cornea is shaped like a cone. And oh, yeah, I, me too. I immediately start crying, bro, because I knew that's exactly what it was. I immediately start crying. I'm like, fuck. And like the, the amount of people that get that shit is so fucking rare, bro. I'm like, why the fuck me, bro? Like I, I'm like, I've been do so much shit. Now I'll get this fucking eye disease. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure, 100%, but I'm like 99.9% sure that's what it is. So I go to a specialist and she put the little light in my eye. She sees like, apparently you can see a ring around like your cornea. And she's like, yep, you got character conus. I'm like, the fuck is next? Go to another specialist out in fucking Tyson's corner. And, you know, they're like, you got a few options. You can get. Um. You know, these intacts, which are like plastic, like little rings that we surgically put inside your eyes, or you can get hard contact lenses. Hard. So these shits in my eyes, I mean, y'all look closely, so you'll it looks see
0: like it. They're like they're stitching it into your eyes. Yeah,
1: but you'll see, like, I got, it. it's not even around my... Oh, did you get those f- things? Yeah, I had these for four around years Around your pupil? Now. Yeah, so you see, yeah. like, these hard-ass, it's hard-ass lenses, but they don't, you don't feel anything. So you don't right. take but them they're out huge. every night? No, I do take them out. And I have to soak them in this solution. Apparently, they're supposed to last one to two years but I had mine for four years I think because I switched my diet up but that's wait, another topic I'm
2: sorry I was focused on that so yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the come up of this story wait so are they contacts or what yeah, are they yeah so they're,
1: they're called I think it's R uh, rigid gas permeable so RGB lenses so they're like a hard contact lens not a normal lens that you would get so, oh, I know exactly. Right. Are so hard, I got hard, the soft lenses. Yeah, the soft lenses. The but ho- these are hard. I mean, like... So you can keep them in. You can keep them, but you don't have to change them as often because they're hard. Yeah. Soft joints, you got to change like every month or some shit.
2: But can you keep them in while you sleep?
1: You're not supposed to because they can cut your eye.
0: Mm. Do you guys know what context lenses are made out of?
1: What? Um,
2: is no it like a, know, a gel let, solution? Let me look it up. I don't know. A you I know tell your story. Let me look yeah. it up. Yeah. Jamie, yeah. Google
1: that. Yeah, these shits are hard. And, um... They told me the price of these shits. Oh, How like, much you spent for your contacts, bro? Too much. Okay, so no, no. I, tell me, tell me the price. No, no, no I'm gonna, but I You're gotta say too th- much. I'm gonna to tell too you it's much.
2: too much. Um, I, my, my here, hold on. Um, I got lucky, and both my eyes are the same exact prescription. Okay. So because oh, I'm a cheap okay. fuck. I order one box, and mm. I order I one one <laughs> box of two week two week long lenses. I wear them, bitches, for three months. That's smart, mm. though. That's you're smart. not supposed to do that because the doctor said um, it could cut your eye. And what I I was like, yeah, nah. <laughs>
1: How much does it cost you though? Uh,
2: seventy five bucks a box. What was your so for this, like, for one? about twelve, which is actually like six. So that's like what one fifty. If no, no, because I order one box. they're, the same, one they're box. the same exact. If I were to order, say, because this both of them are like negative two fifty. If I if this one was negative two fifty and this one was like one fifty, then it would be about one fifty.
4: Whoa! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It'd be one hundred fifty dollars. How, how much
1: you spend on your contacts?
3: I don't have contacts. I just wear glasses.
1: How much was your glasses though?
3: These I got on Zillow, which are oh, fuck. fucking right. dope. They were like twenty five. They were like thirty five bucks. So I just went like the cheap route.
1: These fucking contacts, bro. He's about to knock us out of the park. Twelve hundred per <laughs> eye. Twelve hundred. Hey, let me guess. Insurance doesn't cover it. Insurance is not fucking
3: covered. Of course I mean, not. They
1: probably do now, maybe. But this was four years ago. There <laughs> is no insurance plan to cover this shit. They covered the regular. Eye
3: care is shit. I yeah. Eye care, care is garbage. And man.
1: you, yeah, you know about it, bro. Like they, I think the best premium plan I found covered three hundred dollars, but it was for regular contact. Mm-hmm. Hard. I'm like these are medically necessary. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Hard. Like con- literally,
1: I can't see without these shits. Literally.
2: Hard contacts are made of um, poly methyl methacrylate. What is that? I don't fucking polymethyl know. Polymethyl methacrylate. Yes. God, Alex, why sound don't like you some know shit that? you make I, a like rocket stupid with. Stupid idiot. Dude, <laughs> it sounds like something they slug break in Breaking Bad and uh, or <laughs> plexiglass. Soft contacts. Plexiglass. yes I know, is, yeah. I I know right? what that Dude, is. The, it, the origi- original contacts were made out of glass.
1: Flexy mm. glass? Yeah. No,
2: glass. Look
1: up RGB, RGP lenses. Well, not, that's what
2: I no, mean. no, no, those are hard
1: contacts. Yeah, yeah. That's the those one. You, that's what, what they're you, made out well, of. Well, what, my, what, what my is it soft, made of
0: again? Dude, the Chinese government could torture
2: me <laughs> just what? by putting
0: contacts lenses okay. in. What is? Okay, <laughs> no,
2: what is it made of again? hard contacts are made of polymethyl methacrylate, short for p or long for PMMA. look up what that is so or or i'll look it up but i gotta ex- <laughs> 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 i'll look it up or long for penis
1: <laughs> or plexiglass
2: soft contact lenses the ones i'm wearing are made of hydrogel uh or silicon hydrogel mm, polymers silicone, yeah. uh heart contacts been around. What? They've been around for 120 years. Hard contacts. Original. They were made of glass. Yo, then that, there I was like such a, a widespread appeal that the first popular um, were made of the poly, whatever, the PMMA. Um, they don't use water, silicone, to whatever. They're so right. that's the difference between okay. that and soft.
3: Now look up what PMMA is.
1: What okay. it is. PMMA. That sounds like what girls do when Crazy. they when they period. No, no, professional <laughs> mixed martial arts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Let me look at me I don't because I don't. I don't know what any of that is. Oh, it's fucking chemistry, bud. Do you want the exact? Sorry, I get, forgot
3: to respect the chemistry.
2: Do you want the exact um? Chemi- yes. Chemical all the pure- I know structure. Is these shits are table.
1: expensive, bro. That's all I know.
2: H two C with a double bond to C up to one C H three down to one C to a double bond of O
4: down okay. to O I'm down, down the to C H three. Chemistry table. <laughs> explain that. <laughs> explain on, that to me like
3: I'm five
2: years old.
4: Yeah, I don't think he can. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no dude, I that,
3: bullshit. Aren't chemistry. you taking this
2: class? No, I did in the past. You want to know what I did? I didn't go to it. I got a B. <laughs> this is well, that's I fucking hate that's chemistry. An bro. Fuck chemistry that's an amazing fuck chemistry, dude. College chemistry is stupid. I know I'm yeah. talking about dude. high
1: school chemistry. Ban
2: <laughs> dihydrogen monoxide. I'm going to art school, bro. I don't I don't know chemistry and chemistry math. Chemistry fucking sucks, bro. Okay, PMMA is a suspension of microscopic synthetic that's polymer, polymer Heads, okay. microspheres, well, I don't and a know vehicle such as bovin collagen, oh, okay. hyaluronic acid, or other colloidal suspending agent. Okay, I kind of. So know basically, it you have the actual what is holding what the actual lens is, and then there's shit in it. I guess it's, it's <laughs> good explanation. Yeah. yeah. So it's a. Imagine, the plum, put, imagine the plum pudding. Imagine the plum pudding model of J.J. Uh, Thompson. Jake yeah, knows no, what I'm I, talking dude, about. No, I don't. It's right. like
4: night.
0: Is that so? It's <laughs> essentially like a chemical microscope, pretty much.
3: Probably to our listeners can you please just reach out to us and help us out okay. poly- <laughs> <this is> a, <laughs> a big glassy question.
2: synthetic resin obtained by poly- polymerizing methyl methylate used to make from methyl Andrew could you just see if we have make any make comments on our Instagram live perspex, perspex yeah are we getting any comments Lusa. on the Instagram live we were it ended earlier so I had to start another one and it wouldn't let me download it I uh, don't want to talk too much, about it too much time man. yeah I don't want to talk <laughs> we're, about we're it we're still figuring out I had to start another one that's why I was on my phone but yeah anyways that's what it's made of that's what hard. I, I don't guys.
3: understand like eight of the words you said so yeah uh, i don't don't either. worry about it All <laughs> All i know is is i
2: don't understand expensive, it i'm, I'm reading off google It's twelve hundred dollars of contact get the fuck out of here bro <laughs> that's so what Yeah, that's so, so like, i'll just rig that shit up that's what he had you that's were in the, the restroom bro.
1: explain to him again yeah man but. so my contacts i went to you know um i think it was see clearly and tyson's and they told me that for my you have to pay money to see yes bro medically too like, I literally can't see what I think people chips?
3: buy glasses, bro. Or his content, nah, my sister that, had to buy my shit because I didn't good. have money.
1: That's why I asked. I oh, said, He was go. like, Bro, these just are expensive. Like, he said $75 for like 12, and he said he paid 25 for his glasses. Yeah, I said, Bro, I paid. Twelve hundred per eye. Insurance. And by the <laughs> way, Jake, insurance doesn't cover this. And insurance. No, is not, they probably they do they now. Not. They might do now. Now they might. They might because this is four years ago. Depending
3: no, on if your you insurance have, company,
2: also. Yeah, If yeah, you yeah. have optical insurance, so. why are you aggressively
1: nah, bro, pointing? I, I
2: literally called
0: them. <laughs> this is his bro? first time drinking in seventy five days. <laughs> Cut him a Oh, blade. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> Shut up, Tyrell. <laughs> He goes, hey, <laughs> you don't <laughs>
4: know. Look, it's been a while. I, I call.
1: I think I went to like the little. Uh, you can go online and just see the best like premium deals. I, I literally yeah. had the most expensive one. That was like five hundred dollars or some shit, right? I was like, yo, I need the best deal you can give me on these fucking contacts. I'm not trying to pay because I was trying to save up for a car, bro. I had enough money to get a car,
3: but you're like, and it got see to the point drive
1: exactly. I was like, I can't fucking see without you know what I mean, like without these contacts. So I had to sacrifice like the money that I saved up for a brand new car pay for some fucking contacts and they still got them to oh, the day they put bro. them
2: bitches on your license too um, mm-hmm. they have it's called like in the state of Virginia so it's oh, I don't like, got
1: it on my license
2: oh well, look at you man oh,
1: it's, one it's just happened. like class C or something I shouldn't be driving at night sometimes yeah. you know can I
3: mean? you but not can you actually like does it disrupt your seeing at night
1: so like I don't know if you guys have ever here's a, here's a good example of what it looks like mm. if you guys have ever driven your car when it's raining you know that little raindrop that kind of makes it like kind of flare out a little bit yeah, yeah. that's how it that shit looks yeah, times ten. Yeah, my like context. a, I have like a, a stigmatism. It's well, like a stigmatism. I, I, I can show a you a stigmatism. picture. I'll show you a picture. It's a perfect picture that I saw. Of this girl, she painted um something that looks like uh. Character Conus. I'm going to show you guys a picture. Like yeah, it's going to style, blow. It's, yeah, uh, her. Yeah, she, she has character Character Conus. Yo, she, give her,
2: give her a shout out.
3: I don't yeah. know her. I
1: don't know her name. No, bro. I was going to ask, I was oh, gonna oh, ask oh. you
2: because we got off topic when I was explaining to him how the tests work. So you went to the doctor. What actually? What happened then? Yeah.
1: So I went to the which which doctor? The uh specialist. The witch doctor. So I went. Yeah, I so, went to like three, bro. <laughs>
2: J- J- jmu <laughs> JMU, you couldn't see. Then week later, you went to the doctor. That's where we left. He went doctors. to like. So two I went or to eye doctor so
1: to get glasses. Cause I thought it was my prescription. I was like, because I put my, I went home and I put my glasses on and this shit was still like double vision. So I was like, what the fuck? Like hold up, I need to go to the, I need to get a different prescription. So I went to like Hourglass or some some random ass place to sell glasses. And I was like, look, I need some new prescription. They're like, all right, well, let's test your eyes first. And then the test came back like negative. Like they couldn't figure out what the fuck's going on. She was like, I think you have character Kona. This, this, she wrote it down on a piece of paper. I So never if you this
0: have shit. character Kona, you can't even use glasses. Yeah, glasses don't even work.
1: No, he needs, that's why he had I need had these those. contacts. He's pay, yeah, right yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you this picture, though, bro. Like it was, it was this painting.
2: I don't understand how glasses wouldn't work.
1: Because my eye, my cornea bulges outward. And it's like a cone shape well, most, most guys, so most most eyes most eyeballs are like basketball or footballs so mine's like, like a cone it's yeah, like out. so correct me so if it I'm, distorts my vision
0: correct me if i'm wrong but the way the way we normally see so the light will reflect into the back of our eyes and yeah. then reflect outwards in an inverse
4: I'm way so that we can comprehend like for his,
0: yeah. his his is the his opposite is so narrow that it actually creates a double. This yeah. right here.
4: I guess. This a, is a sti- exactly...
1: i seen this me,
2: shit and I literally teared this up, bro. Astigmatism, which is what you probably shit. heard, that's where your eyes are kind of football-shaped, but what like, right he's right saying here. is his literally have a oh, like, point. Oh, shit. shit. It's it's fucking you up right you now, right? I feel ogles. like I'm hammered right now. Yeah, so No, <laughs> nah, that's... You kind of zoomed in a little bit.
3: Yeah,
1: distortion.
3: No, dude, look at this. Oh, my... Look at this picture. It makes me feel Sick. Like He's not lying. Like That's, it's, that's what it looks like, like with hammer? no contacts
1: in it. No contacts. That's what it looked like. You
3: feel like you're drunk right now?
0: I'm tripping on three grams of Dude, shrooms looking at that. Like that
2: right there is a girl yeah. who surrounds herself with hot girls when you're drunk.
3: What, what, oh, 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 the, in, the cheerleader was effect? Like, yeah. Ready? Yeah. No, but he's but his his eyesight is like the opposite of mine. My my like pupil, I guess the cornea, yeah. is like a flat wall. And I learned this when I tried, I bought. I was at the beach, right, and I bought mm-hmm. like colored contacts. You know how people have those, like just yeah. for shits. Oh, bitches hurt. No, they learn? were like bright orange. And I my girlfriend no, saw cool. like a dragon yeah. Out there. Yeah, dude. I, I thought I was doing cool <laughs> shit, and I was like, I was gonna go out at night on the boardwalk, and I'm, I'm like, gonna wear like these bright orange contacts. Charmander.
2: Like, shit. I would run away from you. Nah, whatever, <laughs> That's bro. The point.
3: So, like, yeah, that was the point. So I tried to put them in, right, and every time I like tapped it, it would like, like, I'd get it settled, and I'd start on the other one. It would start to like sink down. And it would just like fall, and it would get Damn. like caught in my eye. Wait, fall and below I, like your eyelid. Yeah, and I had to Dude, like peel it, it wait out. Wait, so you like guys, y'all
1: put your contacts in with just your finger, right? Yeah. Mm. So you have to use like a little like plunger kind of thing to <laughs> put my contact. So so was like a, so <laughs> I take my contacts out. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> a little contact. I actually have it in well, my backpack. It has a suction. It's a suction. Is that, yeah. Yeah. So like oh, because my hard. Contact. You can't bend them. can yeah, you? Yeah. So then oh. I put some. I put some. Uh, some like eye solution inside of the contact. It's, like kind of like a little liquid. No, I actually put it in there. Think about like if you put water inside of a contact lens. Yeah. It looks like a little water, but it's a solution for your eyes. And then you open your eye put it in that way.
2: So it touches your eye. Yeah. So
1: the water, if I don't have no water. So say, for example, if I rub my eye too much, it'll force a bubble in my contact.
2: If I rub my eye too much that shit goes in the back of my skull and then I got to spend 3 hours look at I got to spend face. 3 hours is like, boggled right this now This is yeah, the bro, luxury of someone who's
3: 2020 2020 bro no, everyone 20, have 20, context, so you know I 2010 which is what I'm like talking 40. about Yeah bro I mean, got 20 That's
2: better than whatever the fuck us three
3: have. Bro, my shit's fuck,
1: fucked dog <laughs> My shit is fucked No
2: dude if I rub my shit too hard it'll go up Oh
4: fuck If
2: I had to just did it it just, it just did it it'll go up into my eye. literally I have to take this, my. Yeah. I have to take my finger, God, go to fuck? my eyelid, and and do this. This to, is why to I wear glasses. Spread it down.
1: Yeah, my shit's won't go up there.
2: By the time it comes down, it's like folded, and I gotta like, I gotta like, it like a peak of it will come out from under my eyelids, and then I gotta. And you like, can like take see it, it. No, and it no. hurts like a bitch too. If
0: I had to pay to see, I'd be standing outside of Capitol Hill right now with a fucking AR fifteen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, dude, yeah, it's it's that's like, retarded no, I, That's why we're you're fine. You good. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I wear glasses, dude, because I don't want to fuck with that. It's way too much. I don't want to rub my eye and fuck. If I, with I could wear glasses, I would. Yeah, I can't. Well, you wait. Do they say?
2: why glasses don't work
3: it's just because i don't understand
1: glass, why it wouldn't work so glasses it, it, it's the shape so the contacts that i have they kind of correct the shape of they my eyes readjust it like so, oh, they so can't, for they an example personal say if your eyes are supposed to be let's just say for this just hypothetically speaking your eyes supposed to be flat mm-hmm. my eyeballs is outward so what that means is since it bulges outward my cornea the contacts kind of reshape it so it's flat again that's pretty oh, that much So the shape of your your ac- eyes Yeah, Bose's is a cone. Yeah, It is outward. Yeah, work.
2: I bet if you... I, that's okay. probably why, because if you wore glasses, then bitches would probably be pointed. Now,
1: if I had glasses with, like, little pinholes in it, that kind of... That could correct it. So, like, for an example, I remember when I first had this shit, like, I I saw this shit online, like, pinhole glasses could help with, like, character cones or whatever. So what I did was I made, like, a little tiny circle like this, and I kind of looked through, and my vision was corrected. Because it's, like... The pinhole is like it's like a focal yeah. point. You so know you put mean? a pinhole
3: no. in the glasses,
4: guys. You probably means-
1: can if you. If somebody probably sense. invented that shit. I remember I saw this one guy at this uh, this little event. I was like, hey man, I got character cone because he had this little eye thing. Was like, it was like, oh these are like you know great glasses for people you know that have you know vision problems or whatever. I'm like yo character cone is like something that I struggle with. Like, could you do something with that? And then I kind of told him I was like you know when I do the little pinhole like my vision is kind of corrected. So if you come up with some glasses like that, then hey. I'm sure there's going to be something like it's a few options. You got the Intacs, you got the hard contact lens. Actually, I take it back. You got the soft lenses. If it's not as bad, you catch it early. Then you got the hard lenses. Then you got the Intacs, which are like plastic insertions on the top and the bottom. And then after that's a corneal transplant. Jeez. Yeah. So Guys, not- um, just for anybody in my position
0: where, you know, you don't have to buy glasses. Uh, an easy way to think about this is his, the inside of his eye is shaped like a cone. Okay. Yeah. Ours. Um,
1: football or basketball a
2: little bit football. rounded no, the football is a stigmatism yeah 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 but that's yeah. That's,
1: that's that's the nor- that's like that's normal that's normal yeah. compared to what the fuck that's is normal when compared when to what fun. you got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so
0: picture your eye as like a glass sphere and at the front of that that's where you're seeing out of but in the back of that is a mirror and what's coming out on the other side of that mirror is what you're seeing. So in his case, it's a cone. So there's two very sharp angles coming in at each Big other. Big science guy, Tyrell. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine you have a mirror on each of those angles. So there's actually a double reflection coming back out of his eyes, rather than just having the one mirror in the back.
1: Um, Bill, not a science guy. That's sick, Bill. Like, Bill. That's, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's it's. It's one of those things where, you know, um, it, it just kind of made me look at the world differently. Like, yeah. no no pun intended. It's your own perspective. You know, I remember driving home, bro, like the craziest shit. Like, driving home after I left the uh, um, Sea Clearly in Tysons with my contacts in. I was crying, bro. I was literally looking at the sky like, fuck, the sky looks so blue. Fuck, the trees look so green. Fuck, look at that red car. Because I wasn't used to seeing, because I, I literally was spending months... With a fucked up vision. And when I drove home and I seen that shit, I, it made me appreciate being able to see. Like, some people are fucking blind. Like, literally.
3: I felt that way. You know? Not like to being blind. But I felt that way when we would drive. Like, we, when I first needed glasses, my mom would be like, all right, you need to get glasses. I'm like, mom, I'm fine. She'd be like, what does that sign say? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and we keep doing that, like, over and over again until finally yeah. we were coming back. I think I was, like, in, like, early middle school when I got my glasses. I was like, oh, shit. That sign says stop. And she's like, and so my mom turned to me and she goes, are you kidding me right now? I was like, no, I didn't know what that said before. I just yeah. knew it was red.
1: It changes your life, bro. Yeah, dude. It I, I, your
3: life. I, I had like a big eye-opening experience. Yeah. and I, I've seen
1: videos on like Facebook no of uh, people that um oh. they have like, they're colorblind. And there's these oh, yeah. special that's glasses. What gets me. That's what gets me. Yeah, there's special glasses for people that's colorblind. Mm-hmm. And like, it'd be like, hey, you got this gift for you. And they think it's like sunglasses or some shit. And they put it on and it's color correction and Mm -hmm. they start crying immediately because it's like their fucking whole world what they believe in their head is like dude, this color looks like this well it's like those babies that are uh
3: that are like blind or deaf or something and they give them like a hearing aid or glass you ever seen those videos yeah they like like go into shock because like they're experiencing the world
1: that's That's why we got to appreciate you know like what we have right like it made me appreciate life a lot more and Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why i went vegan was um you know just for my health and you know i I, I was a real big advocate of following Doctor Sabi and natural healing. Um, Doctor Sabi. Doctor Sabi, yes. Yeah. So he he was a natural healer. Um, he healed things like AIDS, um, HIV.
0: In the shaman cancer. sense or in the medical sense? No,
1: in a, in a, um I would say in a shaman, more shaman than medical. But it's it's on record that he's healed these things, and he actually got um I think he got killed. They say he died, and because he got apprehended for having too much cash. He's from Honduras, um, the Usha village, Mm. and I was following him for a long time. And I was like, man, let me let me try this water fast because he always talked about how water fasting will cleanse your body. And I I water fasted for seven days. This was after Jamaica. Actually, it's crazy how it comes back in full circle. Mm. After Jamaica, I was like, when I get back from Jamaica, I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to change my lifestyle, you know. And I was like, I'm going to water fast when I get back. So I water fasted for seven days. And on like the fifth day, not to give too much, you know TMI, but I ain't eat shit in five days and I still shit and it was like black like tar shit. I'm like, what the fuck? My body's fiber. No, you listen, wait. listen, listen. I didn't eat anything. I'm not, I'm not talking about like sun sun down. I eat food. I literally drank water, bro, for seven days straight. Just water. Oh, I, I thought you didn't
2: have water for. No, seven no, no.
1: Days. I just drank water for seven days. No fucking food. No fruits. No berries. No vegetables. Just straight water for seven days. I did this about three times. Water fasting. And on, like, the fifth day, I, I took a shit. But it was, like, black stuff. Like, it was, like, my body's cleansing itself.
0: So it's literally cleaning out your system. It's literally
1: cleaning body. out your system. And Dr. Sebi talked about this a lot. And, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And as I'm, you know, uh, water fasting, I'm watching a whole bunch of documentaries on, like, the best type of lifestyle. And I watched, like, a documentary called What the Health. And a whole bunch of, you know, Cowspiracy. A whole bunch of different documentaries. And the shit made me want to go vegan. And as soon as my water had ended, I went vegan, bro. Like, just like that. And I've been vegan for, like, over two years now. Is, so
0: it's not because of a, like, you want... You, you're you against the, you know, the farming of animals or animal products. It's more you want 50 to... 50-50, bro. Okay. 50-50. Yeah.
1: Because I saw this one documentary called... um It was uh, Earthlings. This documentary on YouTube is called Earthlings. And it pretty much shows the... You know, like the the factories and the, and and what they do to the animals, of like animals. Up, Kind of animals, food ink, kind of yeah, kind of like food ink. Um, but what they what they do is they show like anywhere from chickens to pigs to cows how they're getting like they're going through so much stress in these factories, right? So what they do in these factories is they take the babies away from the the mom cows, right? Mm-hmm. The calves from the cows, and these calves are crying, crying, crying. Moms are crying in distress. And, you know, once they stop producing milk, they send them over to the, you know, the beef factory or whatever, and they get them slaughtered. And they're going through so much stress. So much stress. And when you think about it, you're like, um, if they're going through so much stress and I'm consuming that, I'm literally, it's a transfer of energy. Now I'm consuming that stress, right? So yeah. it was 50-50. Like, it was 50% animal, 50% my health.
0: So if you, um, like, like personally, I, I live in farmland. We know... We know people with cow farms. We probably once a year um, will actually buy a cow, and a yeah. friend who owns the farm and the butchery. When that cow um, is starting to show a decline in health, they'll actually butcher the cow for us, um, and every single inch of the cow is used. And yeah. we've we've gone we've gone and played with the cows. We've gone and met the cows. It's a perfect environment. Are you more against? Just the against that as a whole, even though it had a good home, it was well fed, it was taken care of. On its deathbed, it was slayed, and we bought it for food and used every single part of it. Or is it just the the actual throwing all of these cows in a cage and just killing them for for money? Um, I because I I personally I think there's a huge difference. Yeah. But also, I want your vegan perspective.
1: And it's it's really tough because when when you put that label vegan out there you know people get a certain perspective over it like he's one of these vegans Like yeah, I, I right? certainly did until you had spoken right, right so like um, there's a lot of people out there though like if you say hey, I'm vegan oh he's one of these guys mm-hmm. right and it's like that's why you know I kind of don't want to label myself as vegan because even though I am right to definition I am um, but when you label yourself people automatically get a certain perspective of you because there's certain vegans out there that just like they go wild even to me I'm like what the fuck are you talking about you know um I, I i think of it like this man um
3: when it not to interrupt you but yeah, when it yeah. becomes political not Extreme, a, not a yeah. lifestyle right
1: right, vegan right right extremism i went yeah, yeah yeah, i
2: went vegan for the month of what was it march probably yeah, january march or something but i did it as a diet challenge i didn't do it as a as a stance
1: yeah no, precisely a lot of people they don't really they don't really know what goes on in these these factories. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, because you you go to the store, you buy you know a gallon of milk, and you see a happy cow in there. You think the cow was happy, but the cow was. I mean, I hate to use the word rape, yeah, but no, they raped they, the cows. They to yeah. get the
2: do you remember? I'm sorry to interrupt. But no, do, you do you remember? Oh, f- Fair life? That's what it was. Fair life. Fair life had a really big. It wasn't scandal, but somebody exposed how they treat their animals. Mm. And then everyone like put a boycott. on. Fair Do you know what I mean by Fairlife? No. Nah. Yeah, the, the no, milk. No, no. The I, milk, I, the high-protein milk. It's high-protein milk. I yeah. don't know how they... I guess it's just the way they pasteurize like it. Like True Moo? It's not True but like...
3: True Moo is like ice cream place,
1: is it? Yeah, I know what you're about. Like, knows what <laughs> talking about. Fair Life is I've gotten if those you, milks. If you go into a... Gr- That's like, a school milk, actually. Yeah. I remember that. I
2: if you go into like a like a grocery store and you go to like the milk aisle, well then and by the milk aisle you'll see like the little protein shakes and stuff. Yeah. Um, they have the Fairlife there. Fairlife's mm. like high protein milk. It's like extra thick. I act- I like it. I like it. But I haven't been purchasing it since I gotta that. Put y'all on, man. So basically, what happened was, um. Someone exposed how they actually treat the animals. It was a video and they just like, they're just like mean to the cows. Like they're like just, abusive. Yeah. They're mm. abusive. It's like, I mean, it, it's, it was wild. It's <laughs> fucked up, but you can kind of
0: tell in the quality of the food too. I know yeah. um, like living out here, uh, in like a rural farmland area. We have, my mom has friends who will give us, you know, cartons of eggs. They have chickens. Uh, if there's a lot of extra eggs, you know, we can get a dozen eggs. They'll, they'll give us a carton. Um, In the morning when I'm making my breakfast, if I crack open one of those eggs, one of those fresh eggs from a chicken that I like personally personally know, um, and I've been to that farm and I know it's taken care of, the yolk will be almost a bright orange. Mm. But if I go to the grocery store, we get a carton from the grocery store, it's a yellow yolk. Yeah. And I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, it's the nutrition and the care that was taking care of those chickens, what they were fed, and apparently you can tell the same thing in the quality of the meat
2: that you're getting too, and in the milk. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, if you get like a brown egg at the grocery store, um, when you crack that thing open, it's it's definitely it's like orange. If you, Especially if you get the... Because those are cage-free. Yeah. yeah, if you get the cage-free, free-range, yeah. um, like they just let the chickens run around and shit, um, mm. it, you can taste the quality. You can. You can taste the difference. You really yeah. can. It's
0: just like how um, with with any fruit or vegetable, the more color they have, the more nutrients they have inside of them. Right. Um, the more duller they are, the less nutrients. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it's, it's the same with any kind of living organism.
4: Yeah.
1: To answer your question though, like I I think um, it really depends because I feel like though like a lot of people that make those you know conversations come about where they say like oh this animal was you know treated well you know whatever they don't really know the other side of the animals that are treated bad right and I I feel like me personally. You know, and, and it's super super crazy because my dog Argos, we talked about him. He's actually I, I have him on a barf diet, which is a biologically raw food diet. So he eats raw chicken, he's raw liver. It's like that's, that's it's, good. It's, it's, it's a diet of a, of a wolf. Yeah, it's good for him, right? Yeah, it's really good for him because it has
2: to do with like their their um it's their genetics, bro. Yeah, stomach stomach acid. Yeah, their yeah, stomachs will
1: actually cook yeah, their them, stomach. Yeah, we can't eat raw food yeah, because their we'll intestines get sick. are shorter. Yeah, so there's a lot of acidic. It's a lot of acidic. Uh, acidity inside of their, their intestines. Yeah. But it's really healthy for them instead of kibble. Kibble is considered fast food for dogs. Yeah. yeah, There's this documentary called Pet Food out there. I tell a lot of my subscribers to watch. But like, um I feed him a raw diet. So when I go to the, when I first was vegan and I'll go to the grocery store to buy food for him, I feel a little like, damn, like I shouldn't be doing this. this feel bad, right? But I'm like, it's my job to be a care ta- uh, caretaker for him. So i give him, you know, the food that he deserves to eat, the food that he's meant to eat. Or he's a mm. carnivore. right? You know? So like, um in that sense like i i feel like it just depends on a person man like if you feel like it's cool you know go ahead me personally bro like before i went vegan i stopped drinking milk like a year before i went vegan and because i you know I, you go to school like we talked about the cow moo or the moo cow whatever the fuck shit is. you know we talked about that shit and like you'll go to the school cafeteria you'll see maybe one of these famous athletes with their muscles up like got milk with a little milk mustache. Oh, yeah, oh, You know what I'm saying? That's Those are classic. classic. Yeah, you see that shit, you're like, fuck, I want to be like that guy. That guy fucks, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> trying to be like that guy. No, dude, their me?
0: ad campaign for us in high school is just bad bitches. Yeah, like, bro.
1: Like they're like, yo, you trying to yo, you trying to get some girls, you guys drink milk, bro. And then give <laughs> and, and then give them get him some Look, milk. Look, you gotta you gotta drink milk and then give them your milk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I can't
2: even I can't even remember if we had started recording or not, but in case we didn't, Tyrell literally looked at Jake, he said,
1: This man needs some milk milk <laughs> <laughs> get him some milk <laughs> so like milk. yeah but like i stopped drinking milk like a year before i went vegan and i remember one day bro i never forget this shit one day i ran out of almond milk i used to drink vanilla almond milk it was fucking fantastic I never had it vanilla. it's so good like listen, soy listen, boy, listen, soy milk. listen though listen listen vanilla almond milk not not unsweetened not fucking you know a little bit of sugar Vanilla almond milk, eighty so calories is, is amazing, right? So good. How do you milk an almond? Oh my god, shut bro. the fuck up! I'll show you how to <laughs> milk an almond, bro.
3: <laughs> it's so good, dude. Put yeah. that shit in like cereal, bro. Like it's some not even like cereal,
1: protein shakes, whatever. But yeah. look, so I ran out of almond milk one day, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I made a big ass bowl of cereal. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "I'm about to fuck this cereal up." You know what I'm saying? I'm hungry <laughs> as shit. Late night munchies. You feel me? Yeah. I'm about to fuck this cereal up, bro. And uh, I go to my kitchen. I'm like, fuck, I don't got no more almond milk. I'm just going to use regular milk. Fuck it. I have had milk in like three months at this point. Oh. I, eat, I eat, look, I eat a cereal, the milk. The next day, bro, I go to work. You ah. evolved. No, listen, listen. 100, 105 <laughs> fever. 105 degree fever. Stomach fucked up. My eyes are bloodshot red. I was fucked up. And a lot of people don't realize that 75% of the black and, you know, Latino community, they're lactose intolerant. And I don't know if I was if I'm lactose intolerant, and I was just saying fuck it, my body adapted to it. But I when I went damn near a year without that shit, and then I had it, I got a hundred and five, and I never fucking get sick, never. I never get sick, bro. I may get a little, I may wake up with a scratchy throat, and then by fucking twelve p.m. I'm good. I never get sick. I literally got sent home from work. I was like, bro, I don't know what the fuck wrong with me, but I feel like shit. They checked my temperature, bro, hundred and five. Went you home, said- had the chills. You said 75%? 70, I think 75%. I saw That's them. believable. Yeah, 75% yeah. of people, they don't realize it, though, but they're lactose intolerant. You know, we're the only species, humans, the only species that drink other species milk.
0: Especially after oh, we're yeah. adults. You don't see
1: a cow going to a fucking giraffe. Uh, you don't see a mouse uh, yeah. going to a fucking human. You know don't, what don't see a full-grown drink cow some titty milk going to another <laughs> Drink yeah. some titty milk. You know <laughs> yeah, what I right, yeah, right. Put that shit in the cereal, let bro.
2: Me, let me ask you. Um... So are you a, big, I love titty milk. <laughs> are you a guy who, um, are you an environmental person? Like, do you care about the environment? I stuff? do. I do. Yeah. Okay. So I don't mean to call you I wish out. You said no, I do.
1: I but wish this you is said gonna. No. I don't mean to call you out, but this no, is going go to kind of call you out me, because
2: are you aware of what it takes to produce almond milk?
1: Are you aware of what it produces to make burgers? The Amazon rainforest. You, hold
2: on, take a step back. No, but you. hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you oh, aware? Amaz, oh. No, no, Amis is
1: not as bad as it is to produce. Um, Cow, cow, Do you know bro, how much electricity we're, we're using taking for I, this podcast? We're taking right away. <laughs> we're, I, <laughs> asshole, that's cold. were was using.
2: not prepared <laughs> to get a tax <laughs> for such a rebuttal. Well, <laughs> don't, yeah, stupid things, though. So you no, just literally. Got no.
1: Listen, listen. Let me tell you guys something, though. <laughs> let me tell y'all something, though, My bro. My question has been lost in the dark. The biggest, look, <laughs> the biggest and best rainforest in the country that we depend on, a lot of people don't realize that the rainforest, we really need that to depend on, right? The Amazon rainforest is getting deforestation every fucking day because of agriculture. We don't have enough space here. It, it, it takes so much space to produce hamburgers. Yeah. To produce all the meat and shit that we eat that they're fucking taking away from the Amazon rainforest, bro. But
0: the Amazon rainforest produces 30% of our oxygen.
1: Exactly. So not that's why long. there's a problem. Not for long. Yeah. Not for exactly. long, it won't. That's why vegan is more sustainable for the the earth as well. That's why it's, that's it's, it's, it's not. it's a mix, bro. It's like... If more people went vegan, more people drove, you know, line must Tesla's, you know, what I'm saying the world, the world would be good, bro. But and there's so many I people out here eating too. hamburgers. And, 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 and I look not even on the environmental yeah, perspective, the health perspective. So many people have diabetes. Cancers is from a lot of these meats and shit that we're eating. Yeah, like it, it's so it's so many different factors, bro. Like, and, and think about it. I am fucking black. <laughs> bro. when I first went vegan. And we had a cookout at my house. Everybody, <laughs> oh. like, what? How hard was that? <laughs> you nobody know eating <laughs> this chicken? This motherfucker eating carrots and grass now? I'm like, bro, it's not even like that, bro. <laughs> eating grass. Yeah, because I'm black. I grew up eating chicken every fucking day because it was the cheapest thing to eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Eating chicken all the time.
0: Dude, I will tell you though, um like, I completely understand and support. I mm-hmm. will never personally uh
2: stop eating meat. Never say never. I do it in a I thought the same thing. Well I do it. <laughs> Justin Bieber and Usher sure if I made you a
1: hamburger and a hot dog on the grill right now, vegan, you wouldn't even know the difference, bro. You might maybe a little bit, but, but you would be like, up. this is good. <laughs> well
2: they have they never answered have, my question. They tur- well, oh, the got yeah. finish my bad, my what
1: bad. I was saying my before bad, you ask your bad, question, which question?
0: is Steve Irwin, probably <laughs> my greatest role model on the entire <laughs> planet, the man, even though he's dead, I still look up to him more than anyone to this day. Steve Irwin's a fucking beast. Crocky White. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my guy, man. I used so, to watch Animal Planet every day after dude, school, bro. I'll never forget the day I came home from school. My mom's waiting for me at the front door. She goes, uh, he died. you know, Steve Irwin had an accident today. Mm. That was the first time I ever, like, mourned anything. Damn. Um, but my point being, Steve Irwin, he was asked, what do you think about people becoming vegetarians, becoming vegans? And he said, I, I, l- I love the idea of... Tearing down industrial food, Um, having, you know, cattle herded into small cages, but at the same time, farmers who have two or three cattle on their property, if they weren't going to eat that meat or take that milk or do anything with that, then instead of having that farmland, that area of land designated to the animal to, to live, to sustain itself, it has the grass to eat, it has the water that it needs to drink you're taking away that land and now you're cutting down those trees and repurposing it solely for farming. There's only so much land that can be refarmed. And it's the same That's debatable. It's kind of the same argument as not eating it's not the same argument, but it's a similar argument as to not eating meat. And I think it comes down to just finding a balance taking the industry yeah. out of meat. Taking the yeah. industry out of food. Yeah. Um, it's scary. The GMOs, all the chemicals we're putting into what we're mm. eating It's terrifying. You don't know what we're getting.
1: It's one of those things, bro. Like, let me ask you this, bro. If we never get sick, would it be hospitals? Would it be doctors? If our teeth never got fucked up, would it be dentists? The reason being is, bro, like, it's deeper than what people think. These same companies that are telling you hey eggs are good eggs are bad they, they flip the narrative all the time cholesterol is good for you cholesterol is bad for you i've seen this shit like before i even went vegan i seen this shit like, what the fuck is it like i'm confused at this point they use con- the they confuse the consumer mm. these same companies that are telling you like hey this is good for you hey this is bad for you they're bro like <laughs> these these companies if they're if everyone was healthy what the fuck would a doctor be necessary for
0: so you don't think that eating meat is inherently bad? You think that it's man's involvement with think is I think, it's, I
1: think it's, it's a little bit of both, bro. I think it's been proven that diabetes and, like, cancer has come from meat. So you got to think about the distress that a lot of these animals are from. You, you know, like, a lot of people are not about- fortunate enough to, like, have a farm in their backyard. And the animals are treated well. The animals are cared for. But you gotta think yeah, about okay. the animals that are like in these fucking factories that are being hung by their fucking legs, crying and squealing. You can see pigs pig squealing. And that's Cows crying. Bro, crying because they know they're about to die. And you telling me you about to eat that shit? Think about it like like if a cow is literally crying on his fucking deathbed, stressed the fuck out, and you go eat it, a hamburger man. from that cow, bro, now that energy's being transferred over to you. Yeah. And now you wonder why you feel like shit after you eat a fucking okay, burger. Okay,
2: so let me let me give you let me give you a situation. Now, I agree with all that. That's all fucked up. But now let me ask you this: If you were to legitimately go out into the woods with a gun or with a bow, I already and, know what you're coming and for. And you were to mm-hmm. kill a deer. <laughs> watch, this, watch this. Watch this. If you he says what I'm so Just scared. I already, I already know the the what rebuttal. you want to say. I already Andrew, know what you want sorry, to say.
0: Before Andrew or Tyro jump in on this, I will say. Let him finish um, though, bro, because I know what he yeah, about to yeah, say. I need he's to let him finish. It's about using every
1: part of the animal. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I agree, but look, let him finish those. I already yeah. know what he about to say. I heard this shit so many times. I know what he's about to say. Go, Go ahead, him. bro.
2: I don't think I want to anymore.
1: Do it. No, no, so no, I know to the podcast, look, win, bro. You about to say if I was out, if I was out in the wild so, uh, and just, I needed to just, survive? Yeah, just let me do it. Let yeah, me do it. Yeah. So what I was gonna <laughs> ask
2: was, if you went up into the woods and you took a bow and you fucking killed a deer. Would
1: you feel the same way eating it? Let me tell you this, bro. We live in a society right now where we don't need to do that. If I needed to survive, I, damn right. God, I do not
2: wish I was still on IG Live. Listen,
1: I don't need to survive right now. I can go to Walmart and get Beyond Burgers. I can go to Burger King and get Impossible Burger. The point
3: is he's not in the wilderness.
1: I'm not in the wilderness. No, if no, I was, no no, no. No, no. no no, not even look, not even that. Right. I don't need to survive right now, bro. There's plenty, bro. You don't need You can go to the wilderness, pick berries, whatever the case may be. If I'm about to die, if it's a life or death situation, you damn right I'm going to hunt an animal because I need to survive. And I'm going to thank God for putting this animal right here for me. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't need to do that, if I don't need to survive that way, I can go to Walmart. I can go to Wegmans, Target, Whole Foods, where the fuck I need to go to get food. I'm going to do that because, look, I don't need to kill that animal. The animal does not need to suffer for me to live. I'm a proven fact, bro. I've been living for two and a half years without eating meat or cheese or dairy. I may have ate, I think I ate some shit one time that had dairy in it. Fucked my stomach up. I was wondering why I was shitting like crazy the next day. Shit, I look back at the wrapper in the eye trash. Eye. I'm like, damn, this shit had milk in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I don't need to survive from that shit. And people are like, yo, how the fuck are you vegan? And you're big. You go to the gym, bro. So you gorillas are the gorillas. Rhinos are the strongest fucking animals on the planet. They do not eat meat.
2: Mm. But let me ask you this, like, if it if it came to the point, because you're a vegan, you're clearly against the abusive animal, which, uh, abusive animals, which, right. uh, I think I'm after this fucking podcast, I I'm going to go back to vegan, <laughs> um, if you had your choice to the point where you could actually choose to instead of buying... So forget the vegan, for example. Mm -hmm. If you had your choice to, instead of actually buying from a supermarket and when it came to your food, you go back to the primal state of being a human being, like Mm -hmm. such as before we all became industrialized and stuff, and you had to hunt for your food, not counting um, all the different diets and how lavish we live now as humans. Would you be okay with, in that regard, would you be okay with... Um, actually hunting for your food, and in that case, it's kind of more natural because at that point, fuck. You, I, now I'm at no, the, no, no, no I'm, at, I'm at the I, end I of what this, look, I what I'm at saying. the end of this question. and Now right. I realize it comes to a state of survival. No
1: no 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 no. Right. I, I get what you're saying though. So what you're trying to say is if 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 I'm in a tribe, right, yeah. and we need to hunt to survive.
2: No, but that's not what I meant. Okay, like, look, not even, look we only got to say to survive. As.
1: Say say we need to hunt to get food. Let's just say that. We don't need to survive. What
2: I case. was going for was more so if you had your choice to, instead of buying from supermarkets, you go hunt it yourself. Well, I think, Andrew, okay. I actually have the same
0: question here, okay. which is
2: do you have
0: the appreciation for a needed primal instinct? If you had to resort to it, would you give in to that? I mean, it's obviously... You know, we're we're all men here sitting in this room. Mm-hmm. Our our great 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 ancestors yeah. were hunter gatherers. Yeah. Um, you know, the women were gatherers, the men were hunters. Mm-hmm. That is a an intrinsic that is built into our DNA right. that we have evolved to be hunters. We've, we we have a sharp eye, we look out for things. But do you have an appreciation <laughs> for that primal
1: value of hunting? Yeah. You, you got to understand something, too. When, a lot of people bring this conversation up when they say, like, uh, you know, hunters and gatherers, like, you know, the men hunt, the, win, the, the women gather berries and fruits and things like that. They didn't hunt and eat every night. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they went without for weeks, for weeks, months. months right. So it's like it gets to that point where it's like is it is it really necessary if you look at the western diet where we have sausage and bacon and eggs for breakfast then we have chicken and rice for lunch and then we have steak and rice and asparagus for dinner the western diet is fucked Niggas, like like people are eating this shit every fucking meal yeah I meat think- every meal that's why they have like for people that don't want to be vegan they got meatless mondays
0: dude i can't i can't take a meal without meat also yeah. i think I our do society do as dude a whole loves meat is I, what can i, I, I like, can like, say man seriously.
1: get them some milk well, uh,
2: he, 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 <laughs> loves, he loves more than just animal meat.
4: But
0: yeah. it's also all, uh-huh. of, all of the meat that I'm eat, eating, the chicken that I'm eating, the, the meat that I'm eating, the steak that I'm eating, the, the yeah. beef, the sausage, the bacon. I know the animals that these are coming from.
1: But you got to think about you're a very small percentage of people that do know the animals. How many people you think, think go to Walmart the be like, damn, this yeah. shit came from fucking Ushindi's farm.
4: Yeah. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Well, like, think about the
1: amount know. of
3: people who also just go to fast food like every other day. Yeah, or yeah. j- Any They're, superstore. Your situation scary. Your
2: situation's a small situation.
1: Yeah, it's because, a very small percentage. Well, that's because why was you.
2: Defending. You eat you eat like ground beef, for example, from a cow that's maybe like
1: three miles away. Like his I,
3: name is Rufus. See, you know his name. You know his name is Rufus. How you know wife.
1: Rufus ain't want to live his life though? Exactly. That's <laughs> what I that's my point. I, I don't care if he's in my backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, bro. <laughs> Everyone, you shindy yeah. is in the background how you, how you, laughing his It's ass a shindy and shut the
0: fuck up. But how do you so know? Here. Look,
1: my thing is this, bro. My thing is this. Animals have emotions. I've been like the, like, I'm the hugest, like, before I even went vegan, like I told you guys in middle school, I used to come home every fucking day, bro. I used to watch Big Cat Diary on Animal Planet. I used to watch (laughs) Meerkat Manor. You feel (laughs) me? I used to watch that shit every fucking day. Like, literally a habit. I love animals. I'm like, man, fuck, animals are so fascinating to me. And if you look very closely at animals, you notice they got emotions.
4: Yeah.
1: Elephants cry. Pigs are very smart. Elephants Elephants
0: mourn the deaths of family members.
1: Exactly. So you think about it like they're they got a soul just like us. We're killing them to eat, but we really don't have to. We're killing them to eat, but we really don't have to. Because they got Beyond Burgers, they got impossible burgers. Hey, fucking rice and beans is a staple. You put quinoa and brown rice, that's a full protein. That's a that's a complete protein. Why the fuck are we eating animals, okay, bro?
2: But, okay, but um, what is your, so you, you're obviously a very vi- big advocate of it. What is your argument when people, like just what I did earlier, when people try and come back with you with the environmental issues? Because almond milk, a big issue with it when it comes to producing almond milk is the distribution of water and how much water it takes. But,
1: I think there's, there's more, it takes more to produce a hamburger than an almond. 100% more. I don't think so, so. No, 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 it does. It does. Um Can you cite anything? Yeah, or? so uh, actually, you know, it's so crazy. Um I actually went to the Virginia Science Museum um last like was the, it last uh, weekend? Virginia it's in US Richmond. Or, something. or is it is it Richmond? I think it's in, it's in Richmond. Richmond. Yeah, yeah, I went to the Virginia Science Museum. Um I think last Saturday or two Saturdays ago. And uh, they got this little tab downstairs where it shows how much bottles of water it takes to make certain things. And one of them was a hamburger. It was like over a thousand bottles of water to produce one hamburger. Lettuce, tomato, buns, everything. Over Good a thousand. Not, that, that makes sense. <laughs> listen though, listen. But you if you if you really dive into it and you understand, you know, where uh if the Amazon is a perfect example, bro. They're literally the deforestation that's happening in Amazon is so huge. And people don't understand that that shit literally is impacting our lives. Horribly. Agriculture to produce meats and shit for the you know the the usa or just the world in general is so much and another uh thing is um Sea spiracy this documentary just came oh, out on netflix you so probably saw amazing it. You so saw amazing it. yeah yeah so that's just the fishing industry so you understand how much impact that has on the world that's a fit. That's that's seafood. Dude, we're talking that, about fucking hamburgers and pigs and shit. No. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is completely is. So when you put all that shit together, you're like, yo, this shit don't make sense. Now I'm not against people that you know eat meat and shit like that. Like you know, to each his own. Some people have soy allergies <laughs> and shit dude. like that. But like I, I I I challenge you to really think about it and say, do I really need this shit to survive? Well, and that's I can't go down the meat aisle nowadays unless like when I'm getting food for Argos. I can't go down that meat aisle and say, damn, I would eat this shit. Fuck no. I look at chicken, I'm like, man, that shit nasty as fuck. I'm I'm preparing it for Argos. I'm like, and I feel bad in the back of my mind when I first went vegan, I felt bad because I'm like, fuck, an animal suffer for this shit. But at the end of the day, it's my job to take care of Argos. Argos, he eats that shit. That's what he's supposed to eat. If I wanted a fucking vegan pet, I would have got a rabbit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like... exactly
0: what you're saying. And dude, that... um, You know that's something that I know. I eat meat, and I'm kind I'm, of meat? Uh, I'm in a I, I guess a, a privileged position where I get to know. That, that's fucked up, but I get to know the animals that I'm Personally. eating. But I feel like that, but like but to as me, eating,
1: to me that's worse. That's more sad. It to is. me, to me, right? Like not even like to you, right? If I went to a farm and I met this cow named Doofus. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why the fuck Doofus came in my name. But look, if I met this cow named Doofus, I'm like, yo, this is a beautiful cow. He got babies. He got, you know, calves. Yeah. It's a beautiful cow. He's really chill. He's eating the grass. All calm. And if I know that they're going to kill this cow, I will feel worse. Like if it's, if it's a survival situation where, hey, we need to kill this cow to eat and survive, there's nothing wrong with it. Let's pray over it. You know, but... Um, when we're looking at this cow and you know we don't need to we can go to fucking any grocery store to buy some alternatives then we're good exactly the movie life of pie have you have you ever seen life of Pie? incredible one of the one of my friends recommended it to me i watched it a few days ago and it was the like the best story i've ever seen and the life of pie was so interesting to me because you had the zebra on there you had the orangutan you know, um, you had the was the hyena was on the on the and boat, the tiger, the tiger. No, <laughs> the, the tiger. reason why I didn't say the tiger first is because the tiger ended up eating the zebra. Oh, right, right. To survive. Yeah. OK. And Pi, if you guys haven't seen the movie, go check it out. But Pi, he could have easily killed the tiger.
0: To survive. He had no food. He fights with the same issues.
1: You know what I'm saying? He could have easily killed the tiger and said, yo, fuck this. I'm going to eat this tiger meat because I'm about to die. But he didn't. He was eating fucking biscuits. And what else was he eating? Biscuits and uh, fuck, I want to say gravy. It sounded like KFC. But nah, he was eating biscuits, bro.
0: <laughs> and the beauty of the story is that the tiger didn't eat him either. And the
1: tiger didn't eat him because, look, I don't need to eat the tiger to survive. The tiger don't need eat meat. It need to eat meat to survive. People don't... like. The most, I think because we're so like fucking like out of it, we don't realize, bro, we can go over 20, 30 days without eating. We can only go a week without drinking water. But
0: yeah, you're right.
1: No, like seriously, you can go 20 days, 30 days without eating, but you have to drink water. Why is it that we can go 20, 30 days without eating food, but every single day we have to eat meat? Think about that. We don't need meat to survive. We don't need meat to. Su- you fact checked it, didn't you? I did. What did it say? It. Tell them what it said, it says, bro. says,
2: In general, it is likely that a person could survive between one and two months without food. That's exactly. But what he how said. many days
1: do you go without water? Seven days. About seven days. Seven to ten days without water. Yeah, I, I water, water fast, so I research the shit. Right, you know I'm what I'm saying?
0: Make, I'm gonna make things a little bit more difficult for you. Okay. Um, three days. As so, again, I will. Three days never without water
1: survivor man Les drought he'd be going like seven days while I watch
2: general rule of thumb a person can survive without water for three days but again that's a general rule of thumb based off the average, average person you can has. push it
1: seven days yes yeah, but so three days that's 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 if you were right.
2: stranded on an island that actually that i'm assuming that would kind of lower your bar
1: so i watched a yeah. lot of survivor man growing up a lot of, i watched every season i think it's like How seven eight, eight seasons i watched it each episode probably three times four times you watch
0: river monsters too
1: River Monsters is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> River Monsters like is cool. River I like River Monsters. Monsters, but Les Stroud on Survivor Man is amazing. I watched each episode probably like three or four times. Wow. Each episode, each season, everything. So many times I can literally tell you what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so fascinated with surviving. And in that sense, he will kill rabbits sometimes, he'll kill birds sometimes. He eat berries, grass.
2: And that's survival. Andrew, Have you seen
4: uh, go, ahead. go ahead,
2: go ahead. Okay. Have you seen Alone on Netflix? Alone Alone it's kind of the same deal like a
1: loan like a bank loan or a no, loan no, 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 like no, no. you're alone.
2: alone it's called alone like you're alone that that word um it's it's a competition between like maybe 12 people they're all just thrown into the wilderness and they say the last person to not tap out and be here wins hmm. and one of them was it almost made me cry because it was alone this, yeah it was called alone it, it's right still on gone. there go look it up um one of them like almost made me cry it was it was this african American guy, and he was he he was so genuine, so like um he was such a very chill guy, and he had this squirrel that was his friend, and the squirrel was literally his friend and every because they give each one each person a camera and yeah. they like it's a squirrel is a friend they they're what? I'm trying to watch this. Stop spoiling it. <laughs> yeah, don't
1: smudge. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm trying this, to like the explain. squirrel the squirrel from ice age. So anyways, the
2: squirrel was his friend because the squirrel He's was the only a nut. <laughs> The Squirrel was the only animal around and every yeah. like the first three episodes the squirrel was there. But then eventually he got so hungry that he he ate mm-hmm. that squirrel. He killed the squirrel, and he, he fucking ate it. Ooh. And then the next episode, he's literally crying over it. I would. He cried over the fact that he killed his only friend. He killed his friend, man. And then he, like, ta- he tapped out.
3: Well, it's like Wilson on the movie Castaway, <laughs> where his only friend, a soccer ball, left him. And he's crying. He's like, Wilson, I'm sorry.
4: wow <laughs>